Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And I am here joined with, and soon to be joined with, many illustrious guests from the University of Kentucky and the city of Lexington to have a conversation that needs to be had. I've had several conversations over the past several months with many people, uh, many dialogues. Today we'll have politicians, we'll have city representation, and we'll also hear from a lot of illustrious athletic people from the University of Kentucky. Change has to come in our society. It's way overdue. It's been pushed over. It's been pushed aside. It's been stepped over. It's been massaged. But now the conversation has to happen. And hopefully today, with all of the points of views that will be shared, a lot of insight can be gathered and a lot of minds can be changed about our current situation. Notice the word change. That word change means a lot because we have not seen change in our society yet. And hopefully today you'll see that it takes change to make a change. Welcome in to Wildcat Sports Talk. Let's join Adam Webb and Tim Branstetter now. Welcome in to Wildcat Sports Talk. Folks, today we are changing some lives. Yes, definitely. That's Isn't right, that right? That's definitely. right, man. We're excited to be here at City Cuts, and uh, we've been waiting on this event for a while. Ramon, it's good to have you here, man. Man, it's good to be here. It's, it feels so good to finally uh, be in the same place as y'all as we do this. Exactly. And you know what? Today... Um, it's all about keeping an open mind, folks. We want you to do that. As you listen today, just listen to what these, these players and, and, and these, these figures in, in, in politics and, and, and all across the aisle, uh, as we do reach across the aisle and talk, and, and we, 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 we have the conversation today. So uh, we want to thank you for joining us here as, uh, as we broadcast live from City Cuts Barbershop in Lexington, Kentucky. If you are out and about, make sure that you are uh, coming down. We want you to come down and be a part of it. You can actually, uh, we, we've got it on blasting out front, so you can listen to the entire show down here. And then at 1 o'clock today, we're going to be walking in unity uh, to Commonwealth Stadium. So it's going to be a great event. Let's go ahead, first of all, uh, as you just heard there from Antonio Hall, let's go ahead and bring him back on. Uh, Antonio, listen, uh, this is going to be a great event today, and, and we're really happy to have all of the people here in attendance. It is going to be a great event, and I want to thank you guys for pushing the envelope and getting everybody involved. And I know we've been working hard behind the scenes for the past couple months because 
we, like a lot of people, feel that, again, we have to address this issue, put light on this issue, and illuminate this issue so that we can change this issue. And that's, that, that issue is, naturally, equality across the board. Um, one of the most, uh, I guess, hypocritical things about this country is that from its very infancy, it's used the word freedom very loosely. And that word freedom is only applied to a very small portion of our population in this country. And even to this day, it says that people of color are free, but if you look at society, if you look at the economy, if you look at it across the board, you can really question, are we, are we in fact really free? So hopefully that this conversation can invoke political reform, legislative reform, but all the things who have put us in this position, hopefully it can take that to get us out of this position. You know, Antonio, I think from a uh, from a perspective of, you know, we talked about this just before we went on the air. You know, Eastern Kentucky, for so long, um, it, it, there, there's been this perception there. And, and I, you know, and I, I don't, like I said, I don't want to get into the politics of that particularly. But but the thing about it is, is is when, when you look at the folks in Eastern Kentucky as a whole, you know, they're not all, you know, just hillbillies from the eastern Kentucky, you know. Right. And so we can make a change today. We can talk to the people over there and, and, and not just there, but we want to make this go out of the state of Kentucky if we have to. But the thing is, is these players, especially right now, you know, mm -hmm. they released a video. Mm -hmm. A lot of backlash across the fan base. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you look at it and you go, okay, um, the the players that that that, that released this video and and, and the, the the fans are like well just play 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 but listen if you've got a platform you've got to use it exactly and you got to use it for good and that's look we've got a platform we right. do Definitely. and so that's what we're doing today but you know if, if you can just understand that this is not about politics at all it's just yeah. about right and wrong yep definitely Definitely. And I and I wanted to say, Antonio, you you've been a, a big, big, big help with this. Uh, we had you on the show, uh, and and we talked about this off the air. I talked with Ramon Harris about it. Uh, all the former Kentucky players that we've had on, we've talked to several of those guys about it. And and you know, when you have one on one, man to man conversations, I mean, it's always easy. We always learn something from each other. Mm -hmm. And and we kind of thought, hey, why not take this one on one, man to man conversation and give it to the whole public. Right. You know, because we, you know, whenever I talk to you guys, you're just like me. You're just like Adam. We're all the same, but we can learn something because we're not looking at things from your perspective. Gotcha. And then also you have to look from things from our That's perspective. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So I think it's all about bridging that gap today. And uh, Ramon, man, what do you think? Man, it's hard to go after what you just said, but what we have to do is where we have to understand that how I feel doesn't trump how you feel. And if I can just get you to listen to me, that same thing will be reciprocated or vice versa. If you can get me to listen to you, it should be reciprocated. Because what we have going on right now is, is that, especially with the University of Kentucky, if you ask every player that decided to come here, the first thing they're gonna say is, because of the love of Big Blue Nation. Mm -hmm. I felt the love. I felt it when I walked on campus. I felt it when I went to visit the game. I felt it when I was on the field. I felt it when I was on the basketball court. I felt it when it was crunch time and this is not. I felt it when we traveled. And you always talk about the love of it, the love of it. Man, mm -hmm. I felt the love. I felt wanted. I felt like they wanted me here. I felt like I was a part of a family. 
So in any family, you might have some discussions that you may not agree, but you still understand and respect. And I think that's the main thing that we're trying to do today. We're just trying to get both sides to understand, hey, this is my perception, this is my perception. But my perception doesn't trump your perception. But what it does is hopefully it can help me to understand so that I can communicate better and maybe help you understand so that we can communicate better. And like like Mr. Hall said, it takes change to make a change. You know, and, and the other thing, too, and, and I, I keep going back to this, but uh, the, 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 the kids that yeah. released this video, understand, folks, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times when we're watching a game and we're like, man, Antonio, why didn't you block that guy? You know, like, I mean, like, <laughs> and we, we walk and we're like, but we don't understand at the end of the day. Yeah. You know, they're just two or three years removed from being a child. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how many times in life and anybody that's got kids knows this, mm-hmm. but how many times in life has your kid done something and you're like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you did that but you still support them. And Adam, I've got to say this, man, at 17 years old, I wouldn't want people sticking a mic in my face and talking about serious issues <laughs> yeah, in right, the country. Right. No, I wouldn't want to hear what I said back then. Right. And, and, and that's the thing. I mean, you got to remember these are kids for the most part. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they, they don't understand the reality of life yet. I mean, I remember when I was 17, 18, 19, even 20 years old, I think I'm invincible. You know, I think that I have the world figured out. I just feel that I I know, right? And the truth is, I knew nothing, right? But the point is the fact that these kids feel this way and they and they expressed it. And and that takes a tremendous amount of courage mm-hmm. because again, they didn't know the blowback that was going to come. I was going to say I, I don't want to interrupt you, but I got to say this, man. Could you imagine feeling the way they felt? Right. To make that video. Right. Okay, all right. You know we know how they felt. They told us. Right. But could you imagine now how they feel with the backlash exactly. from the people that they love, that love them, right. the people that love them and, and supported them. And, and you know how social media is. They all begged them to come to UK. Right. And now when you get here, we say, man, we love you. You came to UK. But wait, we don't really want to hear what you got to say. And that's the thing. Most people think that athletes are robots or we're uh, desensitized in a lot of ways. But it's quite the opposite. Um, Athletes have tremendous amount of, we, a lot of us wear our feelings on our sleeve, a lot of us play through our emotions. Yeah. Um, and that's one of the greatest things about being an athlete is that you can channel what you're feeling through your play. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's an outlet, mm-hmm. but sometimes that's not enough. And in today's society, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. Because again, if, if, if we're doing it on the field and we're getting our anger and our frustrations out on the field, but nothing ever changes, then what's the point? And the, and the only other thing I'll add real quick is uh, I've had conversations with a lot of people over the last couple of days, you know, about this event. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's brought a lot of people saying a lot of things, you know, to me and to our to our post. But this is the thing that I said, and, and I, I thought it should reach some people. Um, these players, man, there's not one of these players, these U.K. players, that meant any kind of hate towards anybody. Exactly. And, and if if – uh, people think or, or, or they, they think they know or the research shows it. If the organization that, you know, that, that's Black Lives Matter, you know, the players had that on their shirts. But we just we just got to talk about it. If, the, if, if that organization is doing anything that upsets people, okay, or people that are doing things that upset people and, and using that name as an umbrella, okay, here's what, I, what I'm trying to get to. The players are not out to hate anybody. 
the players don't want hate. The players don't want buildings burning down and riots. They're no. not after that. They're not no. out doing that either. No. So I don't think just because they shared three words that they have in common with an organization that people should label them as people out here looting and, and burning down buildings. They're, they're not doing that. I right. mean, we know that. Right. So I just hate it that they get classified as that because their message intertwines with that message. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and that just goes back to media propaganda, which has been in our country since its infancy and it continues as, I mean, the more media grows now with social media, the more propaganda grows and people are trying to criminalize and stigmatize black lives matter just like they were trying to do with civil rights movements back in the 60s okay it's it's the oldest trick in the book how do you discredit a movement you criminalize it so black lives matter aren't rioters they're protesters yes there are rioters but they're not the ones who are protesting that's not what this is about so you do have conflicting messages being sent, but it's two completely different sets of people. So I understand that people see Black Lives Matter and they, they automatically feel that there's a negative connotation because of what the media feeds them. But do the research. I mean, as a historian, I can tell you from, from Operation COINTELPRO, from J. Edgar Hoover all the way on up, again, how do you, again, discredit a civil rights movement? You criminalize it, and it's being done right now. Mm-hmm. And, and in and in media, I mean, Antonio, just just kind of echo what you said, but I mean, in, in the media game, it's really about clicks and views, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and you know, I mean, uh, people protesting versus people rioting, they're probably going to put the rioting on the on the TV because that's what's going to sell. Right. Like, again, uh, another thing that sells is fear, right? And one one of the biggest things that the media sells and the government sells is fear, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's how you control the masses. So again, if you can send this message through the media that you have to fear this movement, you have to fear black people, that's what they want. That's because they want us divided. They don't want us together. Mm-hmm. So the wrong message is being sent through a lot of platforms. And like, just like Ramon said, the more that you get, you're willing to listen and understand, the more common ground we can develop. I played with guys from Eastern Kentucky, went to school with people from Eastern Kentucky, University of Kentucky, who never met a black person until they came to University mm-hmm. of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. So, of course, their views are different because they've never even been in contact with a person of color. Right. Now, was, did their stance over four years change? Naturally. Did some not change? Naturally. But the ones who were willing to accept, willing to listen, friendships have been made for lifetimes. Mm-hmm. And that's all we're asking. force people to be open-minded and just hear us for what we are and not tune us out because the media has portrayed us in a certain way right. I think the main thing that uh, when you have conversations like this is that People feel like you may not agree with the statement Black Lives Matter. Be treated a certain type of way, 
and it's happening here in this city, in that city, in this city, in that city, one month, two weeks, three weeks, one day, two days. It's happening more often. And so it's becoming a thing like, okay, well, shoot, where am I at? And like, if you are uh, 17, 18, Nineteen years old, and you off to college, you don't know your city like that. No mm -hmm. matter where you are, mm -hmm. you don't know one street could be the difference between being in a good area or a bad area, and you don't know what side of town you on or whatever the case may be. You don't know how far to kick anybody down to make us stand up high. We're just saying we want to be as equal as you. Perfectly said. Perfectly yeah. said. Yeah, that was that's good stuff. Hey, I want to tell you all we're we were broadcasting right. live from we're City Country. We want to be as equal as you. Perfectly said. Yeah. Perfectly said. Yeah, yeah, that was that's good stuff. Hey, I want to tell you all we're we were broadcasting live from City Cuts Barbershop, three sixty five Waller Avenue in Lexington, Kentucky. We want you guys to come down and join us as we have a conversation today. And we're trying to make a change in the world. I mean, you know what? Look, if we can just change one person, we've done our job. Definitely. Right? Yep. So uh, we want to affect some lives today, and we want to make a change. So come on down. Check it out, because we're going to be here uh, until noon broadcast. We've got several guests in line for us. Uh, coming up later in the hour, uh, we've got Amy McGrath. We've got coming up at 11 o'clock, Coach Cal uh, will be calling into the show to give his thoughts uh, today as well. Among others, Ramel Bradley. Of course, Ramon Harris, Antonio Hall. Brandon then, Storm's on his way. Brandon Storm is uh, is is on his way. So, folks, you do not want to miss this show, and you want to stay a part of it and be a part of it. And we are really happy that you are joining us and uh, listening into the conversation today. Antonio, listen. Um, as always, we, we we say this when every every time we have a guest on the show, but we really do appreciate you. Definitely, you have no idea what this Definitely. event means. Uh, for us Man. and and you know we knew that uh, this was the right thing to do and when we had this conversation a couple months ago about this event you know I don't think any of us in, envisioned the the response that we get or the people that we get behind it mm -hmm. um, but like you said if only if, it, if we change one person right it makes it all worth it and one of my favorite sayings to live by is it only takes a ripple to start a wave. Right. So with this ripple that we starting, hopefully it turns into a tidal wave and we can shed light on this situation. Well, and it goes to show, Antonio, that we can work together. Definitely. Don't believe Obviously. everything you see in social media. None of us could have done this without each other. You know? Exactly. And, 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 and nobody looked at each other like any of us were different. We were all a team, man. Exactly. It's, it's just all love. Today is all about love in it my is, book. Man. And, you know, y'all are my brothers, just like I know you feel the same exactly. way. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know. and, and, the, and the, I'll tell you this, too. You know, and I, I say this a lot, and it's, it's, it's funny, but, you know, we, we've had a lot of guests on this show, but I, I can't tell you how many times that I, I have watched Ramon play and, and, and other guys like you, Antonio, and, and, and gone, man, you guys have given us so much memories. You've given us as fans something. And so it's like, man, let's give back. That, that's what it was for us. Let's give back. Because for so long, you go out there, you, you hit the field. You know, and it really, it really does irritate me when I hear people say, just shut up and entertain me. Come on, man. 
Come on. Right. Like, you know? Right. They did that already. It's right. it's time for you to understand that, you know, they have something to say, too. Right. And that's what it's all about. So, again, we are broadcasting live uh, here at City Cuts Barbershop on Waller Avenue in Lexington, Kentucky. Make sure you come down and check it out because I'll tell you what, um, it, we, we've, got, uh, we've got a great conversation uh, that is to be had today. And um, we got more coming up shortly. Uh, again, like I said, we got Amy McGrath, Coach Cal, Brandon Storm, Ramel Bradley. We got them. They're all in the house today, Antonio. Keep them coming. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Tim, um, it's really awesome to be a part of this, right? Man, I am so excited to be here, man. It's just, it's just one of those things that we we vis- we visioned, but really didn't know that it's going to happen, and it's just it's it's awesome, man. Man, definitely. All right. When we return, we'll have more as we broadcast live from City Cuts Barbershop in Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington and you're hungry tonight you know what you just need to call up Papa John's isn't that right Ramon definitely better ingredients best in the city that's right better ingredients better pizza Papa John's and you know what they are a proud proud supporter of this event that we're putting on today and uh, we want to make sure that uh, you go out and you support them as well definitely it's all about showing love and if you give love you give love back so that's what you're trying to do better ingredients better pizza Papa John's. Hey, so if you're looking to get inked and you want that new tattoo, look no further than where, Ramon? Castle of Color. That's right. Tell them all about it. Man, Castle of Color is a place of love and unity, and the artwork is amazing. Sarah and Mikey have done a great job of building a family atmosphere, and the work is is amazing. And I'm a walking billboard for that for sure. That's right. Check them out in Lexington, Kentucky. It's Castle of Color. And where are they located? As 3023 Lexington Road, Unit A in Nickersville, Kentucky. That's well, by now you've heard all about CBD, but do you really know what it can do for you? And if you're looking to try it out, well, look no further than Cannabis Frog. And Tim, you know all about that. That's right, man. I am a customer of Cannabis Frog and a firm believer. That's right. So if you want to check out Cannabis Frog, check them out online at CannabisFrog.com. You can go there, you can place your order, and if you use the promo code CATS, C ATS, you're going to get 15% off and a gift. Rugged Evolution, featured in Essence Magazine, presenting 16 balms and oils, shampoos, and accessories. Men don't have to suffer with patchiness and irritation, providing a fuller beard. Everyone loves a man with a well-groomed beard. These products meet the demands of all varieties of beard care needs. More information available at www.ruggedevo.com. And don't forget... Rugged is the new smooth. This is Kentucky Agriculture Commissioner Ryan Quarles. Before this crisis happened, one in seven Kentuckians struggled with hunger, and it has only gotten worse with lost wages, missed school meals, and seniors isolated at home. That's why this station and Feeding Kentucky are uniting against hunger. You can help your local food bank by donating at feedingky.org. With your help, we can make a difference. Consider donating today at feedingky.org. I had to hit my rock bottom because a lot of times people would say, hey, man, you need to take a look at this. The pain wasn't great enough yet. 
Well, I was working uh, the summer of 99. I got injured at work. They had to put me under morphine for a while. That kind of kicked my opiate use off. Thought I was controlling it, but I was a fool. It was most definitely controlling me. People can change their lives, you know, and sometimes they need to be pushed into the right direction. To get help now, visit seethesignsky.com. New York Times best-selling author Andy Andrews is releasing his most exciting book yet. Until now, the strategies explained in my new book have only been available to a specific few. In fact, I signed contracts with three different corporations that kept me from publishing the material. During the past several years, the processes and action plans in this book have been generating absolutely unheard of, measurable results. But by the terms of my agreements, I was not allowed to reveal that these processes and plans even existed until now. Now, I can share and explain the concepts complete with great stories and eye-popping proof. It's all in the book, The Bottom of the Pool. The methods in Bottom of the Pool helped Fairway Independent Mortgage go from $5 billion to over $20 billion in just three years. Start thinking beyond your boundaries to achieve extraordinary results. Pre-order The Bottom of the Pool by Andy Andrews today. Welcome back into Wildcat Sports Talk. My name is Adam, Ramon, Tim. We're all in the house here at City Cuts Barber Shop as we are having a conversation to change the world today, Ramon. Yes, definitely. Uh, like we said earlier, what we're trying to do is we're just trying to build conversation and we're just trying to open the minds of everybody on both sides of this equation that we have here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, couldn't have said it better myself. Um, yeah, it's, it's just, you know, we are... We're doing something today that, that, first of all, it needed to be done. And then second of all, um, it's just, man, it's, it's a great thing. And actually, we've already got another guest. So here we go. Uh, we actually have uh, a guest with us today. Um, out of the 77th District, State Representative George A. Brown, Jr. And uh, George, thanks for, uh, for joining us on the show. Thank you very much for having me. Mr. So, Mr. Brown, man, I also want to say welcome to the show, man. I we appreciate you uh, for showing up. Well, pr- yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank I you. had a I had a call from Mr. Antonio Hall about a month ago, and uh, he's now my new best friend. And uh, <laughs> this is something that uh, I'm a native Lexingtonian, okay. and um, grew up in the uh, north side of Lexington, and UK has always been the north star for all the kids in the city. And uh, so I am so glad to meet Antonio and, and meet you yes, and, and some of the other football players here in the, uh, in the Lexington area. And those that stay should have the opportunity to contribute and be an example for our young people in this community. Yes, sir. And it looks like you're a U.K. fan. Man. <laughs> I, I don't know what to wear. You're looking good today. You're looking good today, man. <laughs> so let, let's uh, let, let's talk first, um, uh, Mr. Brown, about how, uh, first of all, uh, this 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 how important this conversation is to you. But 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 even more so, uh, tell us a little bit about your history and kind of where you came from. Um, I'm a native Lexingtonian. Grew up in the uh, north side of Lexington in an area called Smithtown. Went to the original Paul Lawrence Dunbar High School 
which was closed down as a as a high school in 1967. I was in the next to the last class, so I'm dating myself. Don't don't hold it against me. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm what uh, you young guys would call an OG, but that's okay. Okay, okay. <laughs> we have to have those OGs as the north star. Yes, sir. For us and all those things that uh, we're responsible for, and as an OG, I have a responsibility to bring the message. We have something in the African community called the griot. The griot is the one that tells the stories of the history of our people. And it's very important that we relate the history to those that are coming behind us, to the young folk. Because if we don't tell it, if they don't know which way to go, then it's like not having a road map. Any road is the right road. So we got to project, project a road map for our young people. Yes, sir. Yes, yes sir, that's uh, yeah, that's well said. Well said, very well said. So, so uh, going into that, you know, and and, and, and into, into today's conversation, um, let's elaborate a little bit on that because, you know, we've talked and, and, and Ramon has is has, has got you know several stories and and everybody's got a story. So, mm-hmm. um, you you got a story. I do. I um I came from a place like I said, Smithtown, and um. There was a question. Smithtown is very close to Transylvania University. Um, and um, there, was a, there, there was a question that people in my neighborhood or people in the city used to ask. Is there anything good that can come out of Smithtown? Mm. And I, I said this on the interview last week with uh, uh, Sam Dick on Channel 27. My mother said, heck yeah, he's coming out. <laughs> and, and he's going to be a trailblazer, not someone to follow a path. And I think that's what we have to charge our young people with, is that you have to be courageous enough to understand that you got to go places that other people never have gone. Mm-hmm. And you got to blaze a trail and not follow a path. Being a trailblazer blazer is hard, mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. But being a follower and following a path is very easy because someone else has already carved that out. You're following someone else's path. But right. to be a trailblazer, you're going where no one else has gone. Definitely. And I'm sure you were told countless times that you couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, there were people that told me that I couldn't. But I had a mother that said, oh, yeah, yes, you can. There yes, you yes, go. Yes, sir. It's a support um, system. Yes, I had met some people along the way. And I used to tell people, and I used to say a lot, that I was just a poor little color boy from Smithtown. <laughs> but when I came to understand and realize the strength and the majesty of the person that I looked at in the mirror, I have, um, I've, I've, I've grown and I've become the leader that I am in our community. And for, for, for me, the issues on the table were on the table when I first ran in 1993 uh, okay. for city council. And I'm a glutton for punishment. I served as a city council member for <laughs> 13 years and I've been, on, I've been a state representative for six years. So I've been at this business of public service for 19 years. And, and so somebody's got to do it and I'm setting the stage and blazing the trail for people to follow me. And, and and then hopefully they'll blaze the trail. Wow. Hey, Adam, yeah. tell everybody where you can hear us and see us at. We've got a couple questions coming in. All right, so right now uh, we are live on WWF or, or WFFC here in Lexington, Kentucky. We're also live on 106.3, the big one, out of Pineville, Kentucky. PRTC TV out of McKee, Kentucky. You can also listen live on Facebook, YouTube. Uh, you can listen on um, uh, Periscope. Uh, what are we, what are we, we're on Twitch. I mean, we're all over the place. All over the uh, yeah, place. and you can also, after the show, uh, you'll be able to catch it over on iHeartRadio. Um, Mr. Brown, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you. I, we, I appreciate you. it. I have one quick question before. Sure. Uh, 
before. Um, you know, as you said, you know, in our culture, we, we use the term OG. And uh, like you said, they're supposed to be the people that tell the story to lead the youth behind them. And I just wanted to say that, you know, like yourself, Mr. Brown, that's exactly what we're trying to do. And as us as Wildcat Sports Talk, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to lead the direction in which the people after us can go through. And, you know, like you said, you've, you've uh, used the term neglect for punishment for 13 years. So is there, during your time, is there anything that you see now that you saw before that we can kind of kind of slow down and maybe go around that speed bump or go around that, that turn because you've seen something like this before that we can change so that we have a different outcome? Well, there have been movements. I was, uh, I was in college when Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, mm -hmm. and I was devastated. Mm -hmm. And I thought that, well, you can't, they, they couldn't kill Dr. King, and they could not because Dr. King created a movement, mm -hmm. and that movement continues today. And I thank God for the, the, the people, the young people that have stepped up today after the killing of George Floyd and, and Breonna Taylor and, 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 and I, I, I get the angry the dude in Georgia that was just jogging and, and minding his own business, that, that we've got to say, heck no, that, that you cannot just kill people with impunity, that we are human and that, that you can't treat us as subhuman. And we have to stand up and say that. And I think that what's happening now, we've had all these things. We've had these, 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 these and I won't say movements, but we've had these incidents and we've had these things to occur on, in, in various periods of time. But as they, as they happen now, what's happening now is I feel different. Mm -hmm. It is different what's going on now. And, and, and people... I mean, George Floyd got killed, was, 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 was murdered in May. It's now August, I mean, September, yeah. and, 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 and still going strong. People are not going to be satisfied with just the idea that, that we can go back to life as it used to be. 2020, I heard something said the other day that 2020 is the year, but 2020 is the view that we see, we're the seeing vision. the world now in 2020 vision. 2020 we're seeing vision. it very clearly. And, and the thing is, is that people cannot go back. I would, I would suggest two things while I have the mic. That, that one is that we gotta have people to register, I mean, to, to fill out and complete the census. We have to the end of September to complete the census. Very, very important. The census does two things. One is it deals with representation on the state, federal, and local level. Who represents us? And secondly, the census deals with apportionment. There's about $70 billion every year that the federal government will dispense to cities and states across this country based on the numbers, the census. So what we got to do is look to get our fair share in Kentucky. I know Antonio lives in Ohio and he wants, they want to get their fair share. But we got to tell people in Kentucky that they've got to do the census. It's critical and important. The second thing that needs to happen is that everybody needs to go register, needs to go check their registration, needs to get their ballot or plan to vote and vote between now and November 3rd because mm -hmm. we're in the voting season. And I know everybody continually says that this is the most important election of our lifetime. And it is. And, and now our lives truly, truly depend on it. Definitely. Well said, man.
Definitely. Well Definitely. said. Very well said. Uh, but again, thank you so much, uh, uh, State Rep there, uh, George A. Brown, Jr. Uh, again, Mr. Brown, thank you so much for coming on the show. My pleasure. Uh, Tim, uh, as I, you know, I kind of turn it back to you there for a second. Um, you know, let's 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 talk for a second. I mean, for you, you know, we know as as guys that both grew up in Eastern Kentucky. How important is this conversation? It's 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 very important, man. Because, uh, like you said, where we grew up, we, we we grew up with a lot of friends and a lot of family that that uh, that we're kind of going back and forth with right now. You know, we're kind of trying to get them to see what we see. You know, and 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 understand that the people we meet uh, on Wildcat Sports Talk are just like us. And and like Antonio said earlier, when he went to college, there were some people there that never went to college with a color person. You know, never went to college with anyone not not their same skin color. They never met anybody. You know what I mean? And, and it's all about educating yourself. It's all about getting comfortable, getting to know people. And what we're here today for is listening. Definitely. Definitely, That's definitely right. Agree with that uh, so for those of you that are um, out there and broadcasting on radio, our normal 40 break is going to happen at the 36 mark uh, here in just a second. And uh, we will go for four minutes. I know we're doing everything on the fly, but live is live, and that's what it's got to be. That's right, As we man. broadcast live from City Cuts Barbershop in Lexington, Kentucky, we will be back. and you're hungry tonight, you know what? You just need to call up Papa John's. Isn't that right, Ramon? Definitely. Better ingredients. Best in the city. That's right. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. And you know what? They are a proud, proud supporter of this event that we're putting on today. And uh, we want to make sure that uh, you go out and you support them as well. Definitely. It's all about showing love. And if you give love, you give love back. So that's what you're trying to do. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Hey, so if you're looking to get inked and you want that new tattoo, look no further than where, Ramon? Castle of Color. That's right. Tell them all about it. Man, Castle of Color is a place of love and unity, and the artwork is amazing. Sarah and Mikey have done a great job of building a family atmosphere, and the work is is amazing, and I'm a walking billboard for that for sure. That's right. Check them out in Lexington, Kentucky. It's Castle of Color. And where are they located? As 3023 Lexington Road, Unit A in Nicholsville, Kentucky. That's Castle of Color. Well, by now you've heard all about CBD, but do you really know what it can do for you? And if you're looking to try it out, well, look no further than Cannabis Frog. And Tim, you know all about that. That's right, man. I am a customer of Cannabis Frog and a firm believer. That's right. So if you want to check out Cannabis Frog, check them out online at CannabisFrog.com. You can go there, you can place your order, and if you use the promo code CATS, C-A-T-S, you're going to get 15% off and a gift. Rugged Evolution, featured in Essence Magazine, presenting 16 balms and oils, shampoos, and accessories. Men don't have to suffer with patchiness and irritation, providing a fuller beard. Everyone loves a man with a well-groomed beard. These products meet the demands of all varieties of beard care needs. More information available at www.ruggedevo.com. And don't forget, Rugged is the new smooth. This is Kentucky Agriculture Commissioner Ryan Quarles. Before this crisis happened, one in seven Kentuckians struggled with hunger, and it has only gotten worse with lost wages, missed school meals, and seniors isolated at home. That's why this station and Feeding Kentucky are uniting against hunger. You can help your local food bank by donating at feedingky.org. 
With your help, we can make a difference. Consider donating today at feedingky.org. I had to hit my rock bottom. Because a lot of times people would say, hey man, you need to take a look at this. The pain wasn't great enough yet. Well, I was working uh, the summer of 99. I got injured at work. They had to put me under morphine for a while. That kind of kicked my opiate use off. I thought I was controlling it, but I was a fool. It was most definitely controlling me. People can change their lives, you know, and sometimes they need to be pushed into the right direction. To get help now, visit seethesignsky.com. New York Times best-selling author Andy Andrews is releasing his most exciting book yet. Until now, the strategies explained in my new book have only been available to a specific few. In fact, I signed contracts with three different corporations that kept me from publishing the material. During the past several years, the processes and action plans in this book have been generating absolutely unheard of, measurable results. But by the terms of my agreements, I was not allowed to reveal that these processes and plans even existed until now. Now, I can share and explain the concepts complete with great stories and eye-popping proof. It's all in the book, The Bottom of the Pool. The methods in Bottom of the Pool helped Fairway Independent Mortgage go from $5 billion to over $20 billion in just three years. Start thinking beyond your boundaries to achieve extraordinary results. Pre-order The Bottom of the Pool by Andy Andrews today. Welcome back into Wildcat Sports Talk. My name is Adam. Tim as well. Ramon in the house here at City Cuts Barbershop in Lexington, Kentucky. Thank you guys for joining in our conversation today as uh, we have a conversation about racial inequality because we are trying to uh, affect change, and that's what we've got to do. So we actually have uh, another guest, um, one that uh, everyone should know very, very well. Uh, We have uh, former, I guess, former Lieutenant Colonel Amy McGrath. Amy, how are you doing? Great. It's a beautiful morning. It's good to be with you. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, Amy, listen, um, I, and we again, thank you so much for coming on. And, and what our whole goal today was is to show that our conversation today is more than politics. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's more than, uh, than, than that because, look, we've, we've got to affect some change. We've got to, to do something. Um, and so you know uh, elaborate on that just a little bit and then we'll, we'll we'll talk a little more well you're absolutely right and you know what is extraordinary about what you've what we've all been seeing in the last four or five months is 25 million americans all around the country standing up and saying just that uh we we need change and it's not just uh members who are running for office or in office it it is it is you know, regular people standing up and saying this is this has gone on for far too long. Um, we need real change, and we need to have a conversation. We need to have the tough conversations about prejudice and what you know how we can all be better because that's what America stands for. I mean, that's what America should stand for: is equality mm-hmm. and equity. You know. So, Recently, um, and we just talked about this when we came on the air uh, uh, about the uh, the video 
uh, that was released by the UK basketball team. And, and you recently retweeted it saying, listen to them. What did you find so inspiring about that message? Well, it was incredible when I saw it because here I, I was a Division One athlete uh, back in the day, long time ago. <laughs> Nowhere near what, what, you know, UK basketball or football. Um, I was just, you know, I was a soccer player. But I remember being um, an athlete and being singularly focused on sports. And what was extraordinary to me about that video was these um, young leaders, uh, men who uh, young people look up to, and they're saying this is more important than sports. This is more important than that. And we've got to stand up because we have a voice that people will listen to. Mm -hmm. And that's what, what I thought was really extraordinary. It just took just enormous courage to be able to do it. And then it's so powerful because let's face it, a lot of people don't believe in, in, in folks that run for office, okay? Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't believe in, in, in them. They don't, they don't trust them. Mm -hmm. But man, UK football players, basketball players, D Division One athletes, a lot of people, you know, believe in you, mm -hmm. and and they they take they look at that and they say, man, if they're standing up, this is a re this is important, and that's why I thought that was really inspiring. Mm. That, wow. is. Yeah. that is, that is for yeah, sure. I'll just throw in there really quick. And <laughs> I'll just throw in there really quick, and I do appreciate you coming on, by the way. And you know, we're just a sports talk show, and and uh, we've had a lot of former UK players on, and this was something that we felt like had to be done. It needed to be done, and we appreciate you taking time today to be here. But, uh, but you know, those those players stood up and they did that, and then a lot of fans have kind of took it the wrong way. A lot of fans have categorized them as something they're not. And I was just wondering, kind of, what your message was to the UK players of, you know, you see all this backlash, but you got to realize there's there's people out here that 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 understand what you're trying to say. If you want to make a difference in life, sometimes you're gonna tick people off. Sometimes you gotta get out of your comfort zone. I mean, that's what I learned in the United States Marine Corps. You wanna do something, you're gonna to have to be uncomfortable, which I, I, is why I also thought it was so extraordinary that uh, the players stood up and said, enough is enough. We, we want our voices to be heard. And, and what, what was also extraordinary is, you know, folks saying, telling us your, your story, their story saying this has happened. It's happened in, in, you know, not not in my life, but what they're saying is it's happened in their lives. And and I think that's so important, you know, and that that's why we all need to be having these conversations. And then we need to demand change from ourselves and from our leaders. Definitely. Uh, we definitely said that earlier. Uh, Mr. Hall said earlier, you know, it takes change to make a change. And, um, you know, we've been talking about this video uh, that the UK men's basketball team put out and Coach Cal. And even Coach Cal's caught a lot of slack because um, they feel, well, people feel that, you know, he chose one side over uh, another. Uh, from your viewpoint, you know, and on the political side, um, how do you feel about the, the word or the movement of Black Lives Matter and is there a way that we can say what we're saying, but in another way, maybe possibly that we can reach a different group of people that will create unity or even the fact of just the, the mindset of, hey, I might not agree, but I understand. 
I think that just the fact that you have other entities who are not involved in the political discussion, but just the fact that you have entities like uh, basketball players, like football players stepping up and saying uh, Black Lives Matter, is shows people this isn't a, 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 a left or right issue. Right. This is just the right thing to do. Right. That's what, what, what I think is, is most powerful. You transcend the politics mm -hmm. when you have um, leaders like that, uh, athletes, mm -hmm. sta stand up and say, hey, this is the right thing to do. Right. When I think of Black Lives Matter, I think of, you know, the fact that, that lots of people are saying there is real racial injustice in this country. Mm -hmm. And it's unacceptable. Mm -hmm. And we need change. Definitely. That's, that's what I think of. Definitely. And, and so my, my role right now is one, to listen. And two, to get into a position to make that change. Mm -hmm. In whatever way that I can. That's the responsibility that, that I want to take. All right. Definitely, because when you see, well, from what I've seen on TV, no matter where it is, whether it's in, in Georgia or Indianapolis or if it's in Portland, Oregon, or wherever it is, at this period of time, I've seen so many people that are not, quote, unquote, black or African-American on the front lines. And it seems that many other cultures are fighting this battle with us. And... One thing, like I said, I, I can go through the history books of Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, and so many other, the list goes on and on, Rosa Parks. But this is probably the first time that I could think of that there are multiple cultures defending a movement or, or, or a standstill, however you want to word it, at this period of time. And so uh, that told me right there that this is not a black versus white or a red versus green or blue versus purple. This is just strictly right and wrong, like you said. So um, hopefully what we're doing today, what we're trying to do is just play a part in the movement that's already been done. Uh, I want to say thank you personally from everybody, no matter what cultural background you are. What's going on right now is very, very important to me personally. And uh, later on, I'll explain why, and especially um, with everybody that's going on right now to the men's basketball team, those are 19-year-old kids. Those are 19-year-old kids, and this is probably the first time that they've had a, a, a unit or, or, or a fan base or something really attack them personally. You know, you could talk about, oh, why'd you miss that free throw? You could talk about, why did you, oh, that turnover was bad, or, oh, that, that defensive stop, you're supposed to get that steal. That's one thing, because you can always fix that and correct that. Players, regular people, you cannot take off your skin. You cannot take that off. Well, I know a little bit of something about being attacked personally. Yeah. And, uh, Here's the thing, and this is what I would say to the players. You know who you are. Right. You stand up and you do what's right, and you stand for what's right, and you will always know who you are. Right. No matter what anybody says about you on Twitter, no matter what anybody says about you on TV, if you know who you are to the core, you will be okay. You'll be able to make it through, and you will look back someday and be able to tell 
your eight-year-old or your six-year-old, you know, who I, I brought with me today because, you know, uh, it's my time to be the mom. This <laughs> uh, you'll be able to look back and you'll, you'll be able to tell them I stood up at the right time, right. even when I was getting incoming rounds mm -hmm. and, and stood up for what's right. Definitely. Definitely. That's, uh, that's very well said. Um, Amy, again, thank you for coming on. We're, we're running up against a break here. So what I want to do is uh, I would like to, uh, to just kind of give you the floor for a second to give your last, last thoughts on this uh, today and, and, and just, uh, just turn it over to you. Well, I think the most, there's a lot of things that we discussed that was super important, but I will say this, and it's not just a plug for the election, but in our country, one of the real ways you can affect change, there's lots of ways, demonstrating is a really important way, you know, um, marching, uh, doing what we're doing right now, doing what the players uh, did uh, with that video, but also voting. And we have an election coming up, and I believe it is the most important election of our lifetime. And um, the good news is Kentucky, you're here in Kentucky, has never made it easier to vote than 2020. You can vote right now. You can get online at GoVoteKY.com and get your ballot today and vote. Um, and then after the, the online, the, the mail-in balloting ends mid-October, you can go in and early vote all the way until Election Day on November 3rd. And if you really want change all the way up and down the ballot, I'm talking from the, from the very top on down, uh, you have a chance to really study the candidates and, and vote for, for what, what, make your voice heard. Okay, so that's what I would say um, to everybody. Please don't forget to vote because that is how also how we make change. Again, thank you so much, Amy, uh, for, for joining us here on the show. And uh, we really appreciate it as always. And again, um, we're, we're, we're trying to change the world today. Definitely. Wonderful to be with you. Thanks. <laughs> thank thank you. you. Thank you for coming by. Uh, Ramon, Tim, uh, we'll, we'll turn it back to you guys for a second. Um, you know, man, we're getting into it today, aren't we, Ramon? We are, man. And, uh, you know, we, I know a lot of people's out there listening, a lot of people's watching. And like we said before, uh, this is not about us as Wildcat Sports Talk. This is not about, it's not about politics. This is about what's right and wrong. It's about unity. It's about bringing everybody together uh, just for the greater good. And uh, I think, uh, you know, we're seeing that today, and I think people are hearing it. And uh, I'm just I'm just so proud to be a part of this, Ramon. Man, definitely. Um, you know, with me uh, being a father, having a child, growing up in this period of time, you know, um, it's definitely something that I want her to understand because she's kind of forced to. Because what she sees, what's going on in our society, it almost makes her have to be older than she is. Yeah. And for me, my responsibility is to lead her in the right direction. And my responsibility is to lay a foundation so that some of the battles that I'm facing, she won't have to face. And to, like exactly like how my parents before me, they encountered some battles that I didn't have to face. And that's the fight that we got to keep on going. So right now, especially with the love that I personally felt from the University of Kentucky and seeing some of the comments about some of these players, it personally made me feel some type of way because I was like, hey, that's the same love that made me choose this university. Yeah. Because you see it. And I, I said it yesterday on the show, we're talking about Catlanta. We took over a whole city when yeah. it came to the SEC tournament. And that was the fans. That wasn't the players. That was the fans. So personally – 
I was like, man, I'm so glad that we had this conversation and turned the conversation into an action because that's the main thing that we need to do. We need to turn some of these words into action. And, you know, Ramon, uh, well said, man, and uh, we're only here for a little while. Right. You know what I mean? We're only on this earth for a little while, and uh, we might as well uh, make an impact some way and try to make a positive impact. Definitely. Guys, um, coming up at the top of the hour, Coach Cal will call in uh, to Wildcat Sports Talk and give his thoughts on today's conversation. Uh, we've got in the house right now, Ramel Bradley. Uh, you know, smooth, right? Everybody, everybody smooth knows smooth in right? the house. Smooth is in the house right now. And, uh, and of course, uh, many more as we uh, continue to have the conversation as we broadcast live uh, from City Cuts Barbershop right here uh, in Lexington, Kentucky. If you are in and about today, make sure that you come on down because at 1 o'clock we're going to be walking uh, in unity uh, from here to Commonwealth Stadium. Uh, as uh, as again, we're just we're standing shoulder to shoulder today, team. That's, that, right, that's what it's all about. That's right. Big Blue Nation is a family, and that's what we're here for. And 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 you know what? How many times, how many times, have you been at Rupp Arena, and the the place is rocking, and you look to your neighbor and you go, you know what? I don't care who you are. I'm gonna high five you. <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna hug you. Yes. Yes. Ramel Bradley just put. The I don't know if I've lost my words, but whatever. <laughs> you know, uh, Ramon just just dunked it right on Lofton's face. You know, like we've we've done this, all right. And we don't stop to see if they're black or white. We just hug them and, and high five them anyway because we're yeah. all the same. That's well, what see, it's all about. The main thing is that the only color that matters is blue and white. That's right. That's man. the main thing. Blue and white. That's right. That's right. Hey, uh, thank you guys for joining us. We're live at City Cuts Barbershop. Back right after this. You're listening to Wildcat Sports Talk. Hey, if you're in and around Lexington and you're hungry tonight, you know what? You just need to call up Papa John's. Isn't that right, Ramon? Definitely. Better ingredients. Best in the city. That's right. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. And you know what? They are a proud, proud supporter of this event that we're putting on today. And uh, we want to make sure that uh, you go out and you support them as well. Definitely. It's all about showing love. And if you give love, you give love back. So that's what you're trying to do. Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa John's. Hey, if you're in and hey, around so like looking to get inked and you want that new tattoo, look no further than where, Ramon? Castle Color. That's right. Tell them all about it. Man, Castle Color is a place of love and unity, and the artwork is amazing. Sarah and Mikey have done a great job of building a family atmosphere, and the work is is amazing, and I'm a walking billboard for that for sure. That's right. Check them out. In Lexington, Kentucky, it's Castle of Color. And where are they located? As 3023 Lexington Road, Unit A in Nicholsville, Kentucky. That's Castle of Color. Well, by now you've heard all about CBD, but do you really know what it can do for you? And if you're looking to try it out, well, look no further than Cannabis Frog. And Tim, you know all about that. That's right, man. I am a customer of Cannabis Frog and a firm believer. That's right. So if you want to check out Cannabis Frog, check them out online at CannabisFrog.com. You can go there, you can place your order, and if you use the promo code CATS, C-A-T-S, you're going to get 15% off and a gift. Rugged Evolution, featured in Essence Magazine, presenting 16 bombs and oils, shampoos, and accessories. Men don't have to suffer with patchiness and irritation, providing a fuller beard. 
Everyone loves a man with a well-groomed beard. These products meet the demands of all varieties of beard care needs. More information available at www.ruggedevo.com. And don't forget, Rugged is the new smooth. This is Kentucky Agriculture Commissioner Ryan Quarles. Before this crisis happened, one in seven Kentuckians struggled with hunger, and it has only gotten worse with lost wages, missed school meals, and seniors isolated at home. That's why this station and Feeding Kentucky are uniting against hunger. You can help your local food bank by donating at feedingky.org. With your help, we can make a difference. Consider donating today at feedingky.org. I had to hit my rock bottom because a lot of times people would say, hey, man, you need to take a look at this. The pain wasn't great enough yet. While I was working uh, the summer of 99, I got injured at work. They had to put me under morphine for a while. That kind of kicked my opiate use off. thought I was controlling it, but I was a fool. It was most definitely controlling me. People can change their lives, you know, and sometimes they need to be pushed into the right direction. To get help now, visit seethesignsky.com. New York Times best-selling author Andy Andrews is releasing his most exciting book yet. Until now, the strategies explained in my new book have only been available to a specific few. In fact, I signed contracts with three different corporations that kept me from publishing the material. During the past several years, the processes and action plans in this book have been generating absolutely unheard of, measurable results. But by the terms of my agreements, I was not allowed to reveal that these processes and plans even existed until now. Now, I can share and explain the concepts complete with great stories and eye-popping proof. It's all in the book, The Bottom of the Pool. The methods in Bottom of the Pool helped Fairway Independent Mortgage go from $5 billion to over $20 billion in just three years. Start thinking beyond your boundaries to achieve extraordinary results. Pre-order The Bottom of the Pool by Andy Andrews today. There ain't no other place than that big blue love. So, um, you know, I did see, I'd seen something that Matt Jones retweeted today of a fan that like had, had been burning, like was burning his his clothes, his UK gear or something. Cause you know, he, I, I, I didn't get into the logistics of it, but I guess, you know, he was upset about the, the not respecting of our flag of our nation or anything like that, or the black, black lives matter uh, movement. And it was just like, I'm like reading that thing. And I'm just thinking like, man, like we're all talking about the same thing. And like, it's so different terminology that like we're saying that each other is wrong. And it's like, as a black lives matter movement, like it's not that we think that only black lives matter, or we think that all policemen are bad. We just believe that obviously something needs to change. Like there's no way that we should feel, you know, threatened as a everyday civilian, you know, when we see a police car pull up or when we see lights, like you automatically get scared. Um, and that should just, that shouldn't be like that. So, I mean, obviously something's wrong and something needs to be reformed and, um, it's no disrespect against veterans. I had to have that same conversation with my, my aunt, um, because she said, well, you know, if you go to the bubble, you know, don't, don't kneel. Like, I hope that you don't kneel. And I'm thinking like, I'm like, I'm like, why wouldn't I kneel though? You know what I'm saying? And she, so I asked her, I'm like, why, what do you mean? Why wouldn't I kneel? And she was like, uh. You know, why would you kneel knowing that your grandpa 
you know, was in the service and um, all that. And I'm just like, well, I'm kneeling because he was in the service. Like he was in the service for my freedom to do what I need to do um, to, to spread, you know, impact to, to the world. And like, that's what that freedom is for. And he fought for that freedom for me to be able to, to, to voice my opinion. And like, I said, Auntie, there's no disrespect between, you know, me and my grandfather. Like, there's no way that he, he has felt, he, he feels it. There's no way he can feel it. Just like, I don't understand. Like, it's just a completely different um, aspect. If you, if you feel disrespected that, like, cause you're kneeling, um, you're disrespecting the flag. Like, nah, it's, it's, it's beyond that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's past, you know, patriotism. It's, it's deeper than that. So it's like, we're trying to engulf that with us. And um, it's just people don't see eye to eye. And I think we're all wanting the same thing that um, we're saying. Compute to each other. Man, I I don't even. That's, no, that was beautiful. That was. I'm doing good, guys. Uh, a lot of, you know a lot of problems are solved in the barbershop. You know that, right? <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Definitely. Hey, Coach. Um, and, oh, sorry, but I just want to say thank you uh, once again on air. Thank you for taking the time to uh, join us today. And, uh, you know, it, it, to me personally, it means a lot. And I know to a lot of other people, especially here with Wildcat Sports Talk, it means a lot. City Cuts uh, Barbershop, it means a lot. Just want to say thank you personally. Thanks, Ramon. That's nice of you. But, you know, when you ask me to do something, you know, I'm so proud of what you've been able to do and your, your striving and what you're trying to do. And, and, you know, knowing what I know about you, uh, you're a gatherer. You're trying to bring people together. That's the hardest thing and what we're all dealing with. I look at it, and it is as a co how can I try to get people to come together to to just like here here's truth. Let's deal with that. We're not, you know, someone's so far right and someone's so far left. They're out. I don't have time to deal with it. It's kind of like arguing with someone who's drunk. Why would you do that? You don't spend any time on that. So let me let me just say this and. When, when this stuff happened, I had to take a step back. And you know, Ramon, I, I coach hard. I challenge guys. I raise the bar. I don't look at anybody as though they're black and white. You're a player, and this is what's expected. And it's for we challenged you to do, and sometimes in an aggressive way, but it was for you. So as I step back, the one thing – I said, 
I understand that I may never understand, but I'm standing with you. So I'm not, well, the answer is, but from that, it's like, as a basketball coach, who is white? Where is my influence? Um, there are things that are on both sides that are being said and done that, you know, some of it I don't agree with. But you don't have to agree with everything. You don't. If somebody said, well, you're Catholic, how can you consider this, this, and this? And I said, I don't agree with everything, but who has the stance that I have on most things? Well, then it's not, we're not always going to agree to everything. So with this, I stepped back, and Ellen and I, Ramon, one of the things, and I know you get some other uh, people with you, but, you know, Ellen's thing is you got to do something. It's not about talk. It's not about showing your anger. What do you do? And the reason she said it is because African-American families have entrusted you with their sons, and that's why all this has happened for you. And it's true. And so what I've tried to do through the Minority Leadership Initiative, the McClendon Minority Leadership Initiative, is give access and opportunity to young, minority, talented people who want the challenge of getting involved in athletics, getting 80 other coaches in, creating opportunity. It's not like, here's a job. No. This is access and opportunity they would not otherwise have. And so now what you do with it is up to you. But now you're going to be mentored. You're not thrown to the wolves. The, the six minority leaders that we're bringing to our campus in athletics, I'm going to also mentor. We're going to do stuff in the community. I want them to rub elbows with people they wouldn't have an opportunity to rub elbows with. That is what I can do. I don't have all the answers to all the ills because this stuff has happened over a long, long period of time. But you've got to take small steps. And I think what you guys are doing, which is bringing light to this and say, what can we do? Part of it is you all better be registered to vote. I'm not telling you who to vote for. Well, that means he's a, a liberal or that means he's a conservative. No, it doesn't. Who agrees with what you agree to? Not everything, because it's never going to be that way. Mm -hmm. Then you vote for him. How about this? Local elections matter. Local elections matter. Vote. Speak your mind. Don't be going nuts and crazy and you never voted. Well, the people, listen, here, I'm, I'm telling my team this now. They did a heck of a video themselves. It was player-driven, not driven by me. I didn't even know if they wanted me in it, and I told them, I'm okay, I will not be offended if you do not want me in the video. And they say, we want you in the video, Coach. We need you to be in the video. So I was in the video. But I was proud of them be able to step up and speak their mind but now it's action over a million views of that video okay you inspired some you may have moved some hearts but there's others that are really ticked off so you've done your thing you've brought light to something that you feel strongly 
What's your action? My opinion, you can move minds, but you got to start changing laws. Laws have to change. Or not. You guys, you, you're not old enough. Do you remember Rodney King? Yes, sir. Well, that happened 30 years ago. Right. I mean, something has to change by laws, and that means you have to vote, and you have to be active, and you have to... But anyway, that's where I am standing on all this stuff, so I don't know if you guys have questions for me, but... Well, well, Coach, and, and, and again, I want to thank you for coming on. My name is Adam, and uh, and, and we're with Wildcat Sports Talk, and I, I wanted to thank you first for coming on, but I, wanna, I wanted to, to kind of echo a little bit of what you were saying. You know, and, and we've talked about this since we started this morning, and, and the whole time, when when your players release that video, Coach, you know, a lot of folks, I mean, man, our fan base, it just blew me away. And then I'm sitting there and I'm going, okay, these guys, they're kids, Coach. Yeah. Well, let me let me say this. If you looked at Twitter, okay, it was 80% positive from what I was told because I don't really look at responses. And Snapchat, why was the Facebook so nasty? Yeah. It's older people. Now, I'm not saying old people have this, that, but it's a fact. Here's how you all grew up. You grew up listening to music by black artists. You grew up loving black actors because you didn't look at them. You just said, that guy is an unbelievable actor or actress. didn't matter what their color was. But that's not the case. We have, that's, when I watched the protest, the peaceful protest, I'm, the, the looting and stuff, that can't happen, okay? Because it's taking away from peaceful protest. And when you saw the peaceful protest, which is a right to every American, there were young, there were old, there were white, there were black, there were brown. We all saw what we saw. You can't take away what we saw. Mm-hmm. And everybody says, this can't be right. What's popular isn't always right, and what's right isn't always popular. So for me, I'm going to defend my players. My hope is if they get involved in anything, they know what that stands for. In other words, people are going to want my players at the front of the line for a protest because they, they're seen. Great. Do you know what you're protesting for? Do you agree with it? If you don't agree with everything, if there's things that they're saying that you say, well, I don't agree with that at all, well, then you shouldn't be in that line. And so just making sure they're informed is my job. And I've got, I mean, when you watch that video, really smart, engaged, and let me say this, members hurting, not some hurt more than others based on where they grew up, and what they've seen, um, but every one of them knows. I think we all know. There's something wrong. That can we fix it? I don't have the answers. I'm I'm talking about access and opportunity, which that affects systemic racism. And if you don't think there's systemic racism, it's really hard to even keep the conversation going. Um, tell me why. There's only X amount of black football coaches and black basketball coaches that are head coaches at the major colleges. 
Why do you guys think that? You think there's not talented, smart, you know, great leaders? That's a good question, Coach. That are black? You don't think they are? You do. So if you do, no. Well, why aren't there more? There's not enough black ADs. You're going to hire who you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Just how it is. And there are others that will step out and they'll say, you know what, I'm going to do what's right. I always come back to C.M. Newton. And, and let, me, let me just say this. C.M. Newton, in the early 70s, late 60s, started five black players at Alabama. <laughs> they, they had the cross burning in his front yard. I mean, where, where's the courage? And I say this, would I have courage to do that? I don't know. Everybody, oh, Cal, you would be the first. I don't know. The second thing is, if I thought that this minority leadership initiative was so important, why didn't I do it 10 years ago? We had the same issues 10 years ago or 20 years ago. What brought this to a head, and why didn't I have the courage to say, I'm going to do this, and there are going to be some people that are not going to be happy, but you know what? If we can make a change in one area, and I believe these minority leaders are going to be in business too, so they're going to be trained in athletics, in different areas of athletics, but I think businesses are going to come in and say, I'm stealing this one, I'm stealing this young lady, I'm stealing this young man, and they're going to come and work for my company. We have 500 applicants for about 20 jobs right now across the country. And by the end, when when this slows down for this year, we're going to end up with about 30 jobs. Next year, it'll be 80 jobs. My hope is the next year it goes to Division Two and Division Three, and we're at a couple hundred jobs. And it's training and giving guys and ladies access and opportunity that they would not have. That's what this is. This isn't like we're going to give you a job. These are being paid. Are you ready for this? Coaches are paying for these situ- these interns, which are basically their, their entry jobs, but they're one- and two-year training. And coaches are paying. I mean, significant. Like, these aren't $2,500 a month. I would say minorityleaders.org, if anybody's listening, and they want to apply, there are 500 applications in already. My guess is we'll get near a thousand applications for twenty-five to thirty jobs, and you know what? That means they're very hard to get, and that means you're going to get very talented, and we're going to get stars that are going to be walking through this. And now we've asked coaches to commit to it for four years because it's not about optics. It's not me doing something or weak coaches, and it's black coaches, white coaches, football coaches. Stoopsie's involved. Nick Saban's involved. There are baseball coaches involved. I got a call from a tennis coach. People know, wow, we can have an effect on our little corner of the world. Not changing the world, but I'd say this. We can change what area we're in, and that's anybody else listening. Hey, Coach. Uh, my name's Tim, and I also want to thank you very much for coming on the show. I wanted to also say before I get into anything else that uh, 
Uh, I, I interviewed you about eight years ago. You, you were doing the tour around Kentucky with the national championship trophy. And, uh, you know, I was a sports writer in Corbin, and uh, I got to do a one-on-one interview with you. And I, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you for being uh, very, very uh, kind uh, during that interview. Thank you, Tim. Thank you. And, uh, we, we need to do another tour. It's time to do another tour, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is. I think yeah, it is, Coach. Definitely. It is time for another one. Uh, i tell you what. We started Wildcat Sports Talk uh, late January. Uh, Adam jumped on board, and then we, we just started interviewing former players. We got Ramon Harris, and, and he loved what we were doing. He wanted to be a part of it, and we brought him on board. And, man, it's just been awesome because we've met a lot of players that, you know, you know even that you've coached and players that came before you. And, uh, you know, all this stuff came up, and we thought, you know what, we've got, we've got a platform. It might even be a small platform, but we're just getting started as Wildcat Sports Talking. But we, we've made friends with these players, and, and we didn't want to just sit back and let happen what's happening. And uh, so we'd planned this for a couple months, and uh, it just turned out the timing was right. And uh, I just wanted to say, man, that, uh, we, you know, we support what the players are doing uh, and in and, and the video, and we hate that there was some backlash on the video and there was some negativity. It's all, they're all, there's always, Tim, going to be backlash. There's always going to be – that's what our country's about. It's, it, you, <laughs> yeah. you, you knew when they did it. And, and, you know, there's people that will say, I'll never give. And then you look, the guy gave $7 or gave nothing. I'll never give again. You never gave before. So there's a lot of politics in this. And there shouldn't be. This isn't political. I don't care where you are. People don't know. They'll, they'll say Cal's this and Cal's liberal and Cal's conservative. And they don't know. I'm about people. That's what I'm about. If you care about people, I'm supporting you. If you and they say, "Well, I really do." Well, you're taking away this, and you. T- what about education? Because it's our only hope to really change this. How do we make it more fair? How do you do health care? Why in communities? And this could be white and black. What about Eastern Kentucky? What about the health care in Eastern Kentucky? It's the same thing. Now all of a sudden. You die earlier, you're sicker, you can't get jobs, you're off the work. How do you – there are so many issues that come back to people, not power, that, you know, what we're trying to do here and what you're doing, it's right. I don't have the answers of what it means. Let me say this. I believe in police. There are good guys and bad guys. I'm not saying defund the police. I'm not sure that's the answer. But someone needs to present us with something that makes sense. Like, we can't have people shot and killed. You just can't over a, a, a parking stop or, a, you know, well. And, and, and again, you have to understand the other side being they may have done something that led to this, this, and this. But, again, isn't there, isn't there another way to do what we're doing? Maybe there isn't. Well, let's talk. And the communication and the dialogue, and, and you can't be – so set in your ways that you're drunk. You're not hearing. There are people listening to me that have already turned off the radio. <laughs> and, I, and I'm fine. I mean, it's, it's look, I'm, I'm speaking from the heart. And what I believe is right. If someone can convince me that I'm not right, it makes sense to me. Now, again, I'll probably question this, that, and the other. Tell me this. I may come back and say, you know what? I like it that way. I think that's good. I'm not sure 
just to throw one out, that there shouldn't be a safe haven with corona. You guys know what I mean by that? The safe haven being you can't sue a hospital. You can't sue your neighbor, a nurse, a do- over corona. You can't sue. If we have, this will be the no, new mesothelioma. You remember that one where there were thousands of law oh, yeah. firms that started to get money from that disease. And that's all they do. They don't do anything else. They knew there was a billion dollars sitting there, and they were going to get a piece of it. And here's what it'll be. If you got corona and you thought you got it unlawfully or this, that, and the other, or this, that, I, I'm here. And if we don't win, you don't have to pay. I already know what it's coming out. I don't know if there's a better way of doing this. People need protected, but we're going through so much stuff right now. How do we deal with that? How You guys think of that. How do we, that, you have the social issues. We know we have to deal with. We know it. How do we deal with it? How do we come together? I would like to be that guy that helps people come together, but it appears right now, at some point, people have to be so out of it that they say we got to come together. And then we come together and we figure this out. We may not be there yet. Both sides may not be there yet. But we got to get to a point where people feel we need to come together and stop it. And I, I'm going to say this to you guys here. Ramon, yes, sir. the far left is way out there, and the far right is way out there. Forget about it. You're out there. You, you deal with what you're dealing with. The rest of us are going to come together and make this a better place for our children and for our children's children. And what we're dealing with right now, we better. What's happening to the economy because of corona, we better. What's happening with social injustice, we better, you know, going forward with all the stuff that we've got to deal with, if this country's not together, we're going to have issues. And, and again, I want to get back to, I just want to coach basketball. But you know what? I've been thrust <laughs> into a position that my job has become more than just getting on the court and coaching basketball. Mm-hmm. It's not what I want, but it's, it is what it is. Right. Yeah, coach, we want to we want to get back to talking about basketball, don't we, Ramon? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I got I got <laughs> I got my my all my uh, odds on the blue and white. And definitely. coach, also we got Ramel Bradley here in the studio. I thought I'd let you know that. Good, hey Ramel, how are you? <laughs> hey, coach, <laughs> before, uh, coach, before we before we let you go, we have a uh, uh, Dale here. He wants to give you a special message. Hey, Coach Cal, uh, I'm Londale Blackford, the owner of City Cuts Barbershop. And I just wanted to personally thank you for being part of this. You know, we trying to do big things around here in the city. I take care of a lot of your boys, you know what I'm saying? I try to be positive role models, you know, get the class, you know, do the right thing. I do a lot of work with the community. Also, OMAC, Operation Making the Change. And uh, the barbershop is uh, 365 Waller Avenue, right around the corner from you. And uh, I just wanted to thank you for being part of this. You know, we trying to make history. And uh, what you coming in and stepping in, it means a lot for us in the community. Well, I appreciate that. And I appreciate what you do. And I'm, I'm going to say this. A lot gets done in the barbershop. Yes, a lot of ideas are thrown out at the barbershop. 
Absolutely. And and and, and how about some arguments and talking loud and people not agreeing? <laughs> but you know what? But they leave with a hug. Like I don't agree. How, do you ever talk about who's the best basketball player ever? Oh my gosh! Go ahead, start that conversation. <laughs> start that one. But but it's it's you know argue and fight, but then you walk out saying this dude doesn't know what he's talking about. I like him though; he's right. a good guy. He's just wrong again, right? You know, and and that's you know, like I said, I've sat in the barbershop. Matter of fact, I recruited a kid in the barbershop. I didn't get him either, but <laughs> he sat there and it went oh. back and forth went back and forth and and i walked out saying that's like the way it used to be everywhere mm-hmm. like all the barbershops were that way hey, maybe dale can help and you coach we, with your barbershop now we go get our now we go get our hair washed and we get it you know what i'm saying it's a different deal it's a different deal there but you keep it going happy for what you're doing i appreciate you taking care of the guys and talking good things to them thank you Hey, um, uh, Coach, uh, we wanted to thank you again uh, for, for coming on and, and talking with us here on Wildcat Sports Talk. I know uh, Ramon absolutely appreciates it, and uh, you've, 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 really, you've helped us out big time with this, so we really appreciate it. Okay, good luck, guys. I wish you well in your endeavor, too. Hey, much thank you, much Coach. See you, you, Ramon. All right, Coach, I'll see talk to you Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, so... Folks, um, I'll tell you what, Adam. I've got to say this, man. Uh, I can see why players play for Coach Cal because I'm ready to go now. I'm, I I'm motivated. Yeah, motivated. I, yeah, I'm motivated now. I'm ready. I can too. So we've got right now. We've got uh, the about. I guess probably the last thirty minutes of the show, and we're just going to back to back to back to back, and we're just going to get some guests in here and line them out quick. As we uh, got some we, really nice guests in, in in line here. Yeah. So as we as we uh, as we wrap up our show here, as we're live from City Cuts Barbershop, you're listening to Wildcat Sports Talk. Hey, so if you're looking to get inked and you want that new tattoo, look no further than where, Ramon? Castle Color. That's right. Tell them all about it. Man, Castle Color is a place of love and unity. And the artwork is amazing. Sarah and Mikey have done a great job of building a family atmosphere. And the work is is amazing. And I'm a walking billboard for that for sure. That's right. Check them out in Lexington, Kentucky. It's Castle of Color. And where are they located? As 3023 Lexington Road, Unit A in Nicholsville, Kentucky. That's Castle of Color. Hey, if you're in and around Lexington and you're hungry tonight, you know what? You just need to call up Papa John's. Isn't that right, Ramon? Definitely. Better ingredients. Best in the city. That's right. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. And you know what? They are a proud, proud supporter of this event that we're putting on today. And uh, we want to make sure that uh, you go out and you support them as well. Definitely. It's all about showing love. And if you give love, you give love back. So that's what you're trying to do. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Well, by now you've heard all about CBD, but do you really know what it can do for you? And if you're looking to try it out, well, look no further than Cannabis Frog. And Tim, you know all about that. That's right, man. I am a customer of Cannabis Frog and a firm believer. That's right. So if you want to check out Cannabis Frog, check them out online at CannabisFrog.com. You can go there, you can place your order, and if you use the promo code CATS, C-A-T-S, you're going to get 15% off and a gift. 
Rugged Evolution, featured in Essence Magazine, presenting 16 bombs and oils, shampoos, and accessories. Men don't have to suffer with patchiness and irritation, providing a fuller beard. Everyone loves a man with a well-groomed beard. These products meet the demands of all varieties of beard care needs. More information available at www.ruggedevo.com. And don't forget, Rugged is the new smooth. This is Kentucky Agriculture Commissioner Ryan Quarles. Before this crisis happened, one in seven Kentuckians struggled with hunger, and it has only gotten worse with lost wages, missed school meals, and seniors isolated at home. That's why this station and Feeding Kentucky are uniting against hunger. You can help your local food bank by donating at feedingky.org. With your help, we can make a difference. Consider donating today at feedingky.org. I had to hit my rock bottom because a lot of times people would say, hey, man, you need to take a look at this. The pain wasn't great enough yet. Well, I was working uh, the summer of 99. I got injured at work. They had to put me under morphine for a while. That kind of kicked my opiate use off. thought I was controlling it, but I was a fool. It was most definitely controlling me. People can change their lives, you know, and sometimes they need to be pushed into the right direction. To get help now, visit seethesignsky.com. New York Times best-selling author Andy Andrews is releasing his most exciting book yet. Until now, the strategies explained in my new book have only been available to a specific few. In fact, I signed contracts with three different corporations that kept me from publishing the material. During the past several years, the processes and action plans in this book have been generating absolutely unheard of, measurable results. But by the terms of my agreements, I was not allowed to reveal that these processes and plans even existed until now. Now, I can share and explain the concepts complete with great stories and eye-popping proof. It's all in the book, The Bottom of the Pool. The methods in Bottom of the Pool helped Fairway Independent Mortgage go from $5 billion to over $20 billion in just three years. Start thinking beyond your boundaries to achieve extraordinary results. Pre-order The Bottom of the Pool by Andy Andrews today. Welcome back into Wildcat Sports Talk. My name is Adam. Tim as well, and Ramon, we're all broadcasting live from City Cuts Barbershop. So the next 30 minutes, uh, we're just going to we're gonna go, go, go. All right? So uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on our next guest. Our next guest uh, is State, State Senator out of uh, District 13, Reggie Thomas. Uh, Reggie, thanks for joining us here on Wildcat Sports Talk. And Adam, thank you for having me. Go ahead and grab your mic there. Sorry about that. Yeah, we're live radio. Gotta love it. <laughs> well, well, Adam, thank you for having me. And it's good to be with you and Ramon and Tim. And I tell you, I'm in the unenviable position uh, of following Coach Cal. And there's one thing he said I, I would have to disagree with. I doubt that anybody hung up on him while he was talking. <laughs> <laughs> when Coach Cal speaks here in Kentucky, we know that everybody listens. You know, it's funny that you should say that because I was watching, and, and you know, I'm a people watcher, all right? And, and when Cal was talking, Ramel, all of you guys here in the room right now, we were just deep in thought. We were like, man, you know, this, he is a speaker. Like, mm-hmm. he, 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 he just, I don't know, he could, listen. 
He he could run for an office. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, how he doesn't run for my office? <laughs> 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 but you're, you're absolutely right, and, and you can see why he's a Hall of Fame coach, Definitely. right? Because to him, it's more than just about basketball. Now, basketball is his profession, his livelihood. But the way he talks about the players, the way he talks about the community, the way he talks about society and his family. I mean, you you, you can see that he's a man of character. And, and if, if you don't mind. Adam, I want to take a minute. You're talking about Wildcat sports. But I want I want to take a minute to talk about what UK has done, because we haven't talked enough about Coach Stoops. You know, you know, a- a- after the George Floyd incident, within two weeks after that, Coach Stoops, when his players came forward and said, "Yo, we want to be a part of the Black Lives Movement," Coach Stoops did not hesitate. He said, "You guys go for it, and I'm going to join you." And, and, and very early on in June, the football players had a Black Lives Matter march in downtown Lexington, led by Coach Stoops. And let me get a shout out for, Co- for President Cal- Capaluto as well, because I don't, I don't know if you're aware that this week, President Capaluto decided to increase by $16 million, from $3 million to $19 million, the amount of money he's going to put in to having more black students at UK, more black teachers at UK, more black administrators at UK, so when we look at what University of Kentucky has done overall, mm-hmm. from President Capaluto to Coach Stoops to Coach Calipari, we all as Kentuckians should be very proud of the leadership shown by the University of Kentucky. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. And and you know, and that's that's part of this this entire conversation that we've had today. Um, and, and again, like I said, we're 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 trying to roll through time as much as we can pretty quickly here. But uh, uh, but, but but that said. Um, it, it's been so nice to know and refreshing that the university has has stood behind uh, these athletes. And, and you know, look, they're using their platform, and and many universities could have just said, you know what, I'm, I'm we're, we need to not do that, but they're not doing that, and that's that's great. And, and you're right, Adam. And sports is such a powerful platform, and we've seen that played out, you know, in the last thirty days here. You know, uh, after the Jacob Blake shooting. That the NBA came forward and said, look, we're not playing playoff games. ML, MLB joined them and said, yo, we're not going to play games. You know, LeBron James, who, who, you know, uh, again, going back with Coach Cal, said you can argue about whether he's the greatest player. Well, certainly he's the greatest player playing right now in the NBA. And said, I'm going to use my platform to say that we're going to get people out to vote. Now, how they vote, Coach Cal's right. It's, it, it, you know, that's up to them. But, but he's using his platform and the NBA's using their platform and the Dodgers, and, and uh, sports uh, clubs, all uh, professional sports teams all around the country are saying, we want to be a part of this effort. We want people to go out and vote and express their opinion. And, and I applaud you and Ramon and Tim for using your platform today to talk about this very, very important issue. Hey, we uh, well, listen, we're, we're happy to do it. I mean, that's, yes. you know, uh, when, when, when all of this was happening, I'm just going to tell the story really quick about how this came to be, okay? And, and I'm gonna get. Yeah, please re- share it with me. I, I'm gonna get real with with everyone here. And, and Tim, yes, I sir. hope you don't care, but we're gonna get a little personal here. This is really important. You okay? got to sometimes, brother. Um, listen. During the coronavirus, we were all stuck at home, and Tim and I we got together. We started talking with Ramon, and. You know, these conversations started happening. Look, we got a we we have a platform here. We started creating one. Listen, this show is less than a year old. All right? And what we've been able to do and bring the players together to do today 
has been monumental for what a show that's that's only been around since January could potentially do. Now, what I what I what I say is this: we, meaning Tim and I, in our own personal lives, we're going through a ton of issues, and and I'm telling you, between being furloughed at our job, he was let go at his job, and we had a conversation on our back porch, almost in tears with one another on the phone. And that's how this happened. You know, Ramon brought it up. The barbershop happened. Dale got in contact with us here at the barbershop. And we said, this is a no-brainer. Let's stand shoulder to shoulder and see if we can act enact change across this state. And, and that's why we're here today. Uh-huh. Well, well you, you know, Tim, and we see this play out over and over in life. You know, out of adversity comes leadership and comes real change. You know, you know while we're in our comfort zone, everything's fine. You know, we, we don't see meaningful change that way. And, and, and I always go back to what Dr. Martin Luther King said, Tim, when he said, we judge a man not by how he acted in times of, of comfort and convenience, but how he acted in times of conflict and controversy. Okay? And it's, it's when you're in conflict, when you're in controversy, when you're being challenged, that, that the true nature of a man comes out. And, and so, so I applaud what you did by taking your adversity you know, and turning it into trial. You know, that's what a real man does. I really, really appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Like I said, I've been a sports writer for 20 years. Uh, I lost my job suddenly, you know, unexpectedly. And uh, I started this, brought Adam on board uh, just a little bit later. And uh, it's been hard because, you know, there's no money. There's no money in it. I mean, there's other things that that I could be doing. And uh, we've been told no a lot. You know what I mean? We've been told we ain't good enough. We've been told, no, we don't want you on this radio station. We don't want you here. You know, you're not good enough. You're not professional enough. You're not this. You're not that. But what we did was we made friends with former U.K. players. And they loved the platform that we gave them of reconnecting them with the Big Blue Nation because we still love them. You know, and they still love the Big Blue Nation. So if it never makes a dime, if it ends tomorrow, I mean, people that told us no, I just want to say, look at look what we're doing now. You know, we're here trying to make a change, and, and it, that's, that's all the pay that we need, you know. And, and you know, and I, I will echo that by saying this. I think one of the reasons that, that players come on this show and they open up on this show, Ramon, and you know this, mm-hmm. you've seen this, is the fact that we are not just shut up and entertain me. We want you to talk about what's on your mind. Like, Definitely. if it's, if it, it, look, it's great. To, to, to watch watch the the, the highlights and, and, and go to ESPN and, and and see the dunks and the and, and whatever but at the end of the day if, if there's something on your mind that that is pressing you and on your heart and you got to say it just say it and we want to give people that platform because you know what at the end of the day that's that's what's that's what it's all about and, and, and the thing is 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 a lot of times for so many years when players are in college, and, and they have that platform, or they're in the NBA. They've been told to shut up and entertain me, and that's just not how it works. That's not how it works at all. And, and, and as you see, Adam, we've seen that playing out now more than ever. Where these players saying that that you know my life uh, and my livelihood is more important than just you know hitting a baseball or, or, or catching a football or, or dunking a basketball. And so these players are speaking up and saying that that 
there's more to life than just being on the field or on the court uh, uh, or, or, or I say playing baseball or playing football. And we've quickly come to realize that we planned this conversation for a two-hour show, and we could talk for eight. Right. No question. How um, much time do we have left? We're, 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 I mean, we're, we're less than 20 minutes to the end of the show, but I want to I say this, and, bef- and, and, and before I let you go, Reggie, I want to give you the floor to just kind of say your last, last thoughts right here. Well, and, well, well, here are my last thoughts, because I, I think in some ways, what Coach Cal said did pass the baton to me and, and people like Representative Bron- uh, Brown uh, and, 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 and hopefully Amy McGrath, in that laws have to be changed. Okay? Mm-hmm. And there's some laws that have to be changed. I, I, I'm well aware that, that my Republican colleagues had a press conference this week that, that was very critical about what's going on. But, but, but I would say that, look, I want to be a part of the dialogue with them to have some change. Because, Adam, we've got to change our criminal justice system. We have far too many people that look like me and look like Ramon going to prison. And, 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 and we've got to eliminate that. And when they come out, we've got to give them the right to vote. We've got, we've got to restore automatic voting rights. I will say, Tim, back going to you, that when people are out of work, you know, and they don't have health care, we've got to stop that. Now, we've got to establish a health care system that provides quality, accessible health care to all. Now, we had that under... under our former governor, Governor Bashir of Kentucky Connect, we need to legislate that. You know, I will say this to you, Ramon, that you know, we got to look at how, how policing works. I, mm-hmm. I will, I'll, I'll go on record saying I'm not in favor of defunding the police, but, but the way we hire police and train police and, and, and engage in de-escalation practices should not change. You know, a Jacob Blake shouldn't be shot in the back seven times mm-hmm. you know, as he's walking away. A George Floyd should have to have his, someone put a knee on his neck for 8 minutes and 46 seconds and die before somehow he gained a social consciousness. And Breonna Taylor should not die while she's in her sleep when there's no drugs found in the house. Mm-hmm. Now, we've got to look at way we change our policing, keep police, but do some things different. So Coach Cal is absolutely right. It's my responsibility and Representative Brown's responsibility to change the laws so that we, we, we can have a, a, a just, more equitable Society. Senator Thomas, thank you for coming on. Yes. Thank you thank so much. Thank, thank you so much. And and um, we're just going to keep on rolling here as we as we switch over uh, back to, uh, to 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 this view. There we are. Hi, how we are. <laughs> um, and and I need I need Dale I need Dale the barber in here. Dale, I need Dale, to, I need Dale. Dale the no, go, go ahead, Ramon. You're, you're fine right go there. Ahead, I mean, Ramel. <laughs> so used to saying Ramon. Um, like, I just you know while while we're doing this little quick change, um, I had a thought. And I hope that Big Blue Nation can relate to this. In 2007, the University of Kentucky decided to make a a coaching change. And during that coaching change, the university went through a period of time where it was rough. So when you had a period of time that was rough for University of Kentucky basketball because you expected a certain criteria, there was something that was uh, expected because of the standard of the University of Kentucky men's basketball program, you made a change. You say, you know what? We tried this. This isn't working. We expect more. We deserve That's more. That's a good point. We need to make a change. So what they did is they decided to bring in one of the best basketball coaches in our era, and look how it's changed. Yeah. So why is it any different when we sit here and say, in the streets, in our society, we need to make a change? It right. makes so much sense 
when we had a coach in here that was doing certain things and creating a standard that wasn't Kentucky saying you recognized it immediately, mm -hmm. recognized it. And Ramel uh, can can say the same thing, and he can agree with me. We went through stuff that has not been talked about that we knew this is not how it's supposed to be, but mm -hmm. you put this man in charge. Right. And so when you put this man in charge, we have to follow suit. So at the same time with our society, we need a change. We need something to change. This is not working. This is not it. This is not the standard that we're supposed to be living up to. This is not the way that anybody in any culture is supposed to feel before they walk out their house. Before they, when they, when they greet somebody, I, hey man, I just want to say hello, what's up, man? I want to make sure I speak to you because I don't know if I'm gonna see you again. Exactly, and we're I not wanting to change out of hate. We're wanting right. to change out of love. We want to change out of love. And so when they made the change and they went and they got Coach Cal, the standard and the play and the elevation and everything and everything around around that elevated. So we're asking for the same thing in our society. Man. Uh, and you say man all the time, but man, <laughs> you got us saying man. man. <laughs> I mean, I mean that's real though. Um, so, um, Ramon, you got we, we got we got to do something here um, for for our buddy our buddy Dale. He is he welcomed us in. Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> and it's like we told you, and we like I said, we got personal a second ago. But man, Tim, you know it. We have we have struggled together. Yeah, we've we, been told a lot. Uh, know a lot. And and Dale opened his doors to us. He liked what Dude. we were doing, and we've become family already. I think Dale. Yeah, Absolutely. definitely. And, and and so, we we have a friend. His name's Ramon Harris. I don't know if you know who that is. <laughs> Ramon wanted to do something yeah. special for you. Definitely. Um, like I said, man, we it takes a change to make a change, and it, sometimes it's small steps. Sometimes it's leaps and bounds. But the the whole point is is that putting one foot in front of the other. So, because you have opened your doors to us. And you have, uh, you know, welcomed, you know, helped us in so many different ways, man. I know you are uh, from the Detroit, you know, the glove, the yes, mitten. Um, you know, I had a short stint. I spent a year there. So I want to give you this personally. Thank you, man. man. Uh, it's one of my jerseys, an affiliate for the Detroit Pistons, man. Let's hold that up. Hold that up for the camera. Hold that up for the camera. That is, yes. you guys ain't even going to know how awesome that is. Man. In person, that is amazing. Look at that. Look at the back of that. Look at the back of that. We got Harris on it. Yes, sir. God is good. We just want to say thank you, man. I know that would that would hit you, you know, in the heart because, uh, you know, you from the Detroit area and uh, me playing there. You know, everything comes full circle. It means a lot, man. And uh, also, I want to thank y'all, man, because what we're doing right now is history, man. It's history in the making. And uh, we 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 stronger together. Yes, sir. You know, well, we stronger together. You know, we keep God first, man. And we work hard. We make a change. You know, even if we affect one person, man, that's what it's all about. You know, uh, we coming together. We making history. We're going to change the world, yes, sir. and it starts right here. So thank all of y'all. You know, uh, I got gifts as well. You know, <laughs> cuts for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> man, uh, I, like I said, man, I appreciate it. And I just think, you know, there's a lot of things we can do, you know, to come together. I think for the most part, communication is important. You know, uh, getting to know one of each other. You know, uh, I had a suggestion, you know, uh, 
we are a black barbershop and there's white barbershops in the city, I got a suggestion. I'm calling the barbers out. How about one of our guys go work at your shop for the day and one of your guys come over here? You know, what better way to break the ice with communication than the barbershop? I'm willing to go first. I'm willing to go to a different environment, work there for a day, stand side by side and cut with the guys, get to know each other. And uh, that's where it starts. You know, uh, another thing, you know, like with small jobs, you know, I think we should take race off of job applications. I mean, what does it matter what race you are? If you can do the job, you can do the job, you know. And uh, that's about it, man. Thank you all. Hey, well said, thank brother. Well said. You, hey, thank you so much. And um, as I said, we're, we're rolling quick here. So um, but let's go back over to uh, to our, our, our guest panel. See, isn't that cool? I love saying that. Our guest, yeah. guest yeah. panel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll go over now, and we've got uh, the Ramel Bradley in the house. Before he gets even started, I'm, guys, do you realize, look look at this. Just take a minute. Look at it. You can take your mask off, Ramel. There's nobody around. Uh, there's nobody within 10 feet of you, so we want everybody to see who you are. But uh, Ramel Bradley, guys, Ramel Bradley, uh, I know you guys remember him. I know you love him. And Ramel, man, it means the world that you're here uh, supporting what we're doing. Uh, I appreciate you all having me. Um, I always feel like the barbershop is where I come to get my therapy. It's where I come to get my education, or a lot of it. And um, I've been really inspired today. You know, my brother called me up, said it was a conversation that was going on and I needed to be here. And um, it's been a privilege to listen to the senator. You know, I'm inspired uh, to, to hear Coach Cal. I'm inspired by listening to you all story. And um, uh, what I would like to say is um, I'm going to stand for action. You know, I didn't come. I came to listen. I came to listen and, and then I and then act. Um, we had a conversation a few weeks ago um, about food, about this controlled environment that we're building in Eastern Kentucky. You know, I was inspired by the Black Panthers and the Rainbow Coalition, how they came together. You know, I was inspired by my grandmother trying to feed people in the community. You know, where it stands today is less than 2% of farmers are black. You know, um, so I'm doing what I can to provide access and opportunity through sustainable jobs, through education, you know, um, and, and I'm just doing what I can. So I'm, I'm listening to strong leadership. Shout out to the legend that just walked in the building. The legend. The legend. <laughs> and, um, it's hard to keep talking when somebody yeah, just walks yeah, in like that. You, you know how just, it is. You know, I'm proud to be a part of this brotherhood. Definitely. Ramon, you know. Yes, sir. Someone else touched on the, the University of Kentucky as a whole, you know, setting a great example right here. Yes, sir. Spoke about student athletes, you know. Yeah, God gave us more talent than, than just sports. Mm -hmm. And I'm proud of the way that we have been standing up and using this platform, creating opportunities. My brother just said, shout out to City Cuts. He said, how about we... You know, I'm going to call out, you know, the white-owned barbershops. And how about we come and, you know, I come over there and cut hair and you cut hair over there. Let's break the that's ice. That's amazing. Yeah, Sound like yeah. a program about yeah. to be developed. Yes, sir. You know, that's what we need to do. We yes, need to sir. get our young black men and women out of the urban areas and the Appalachia. 
You know? Yes, sir. Exactly. Let's cross culture. Let's come together. Let's, Let's come unite. Together. And yes, um, once again, fellas, I'm proud of you all. And I want everybody to know that I can hear my voice, that I'm inspired. And, and, and it's a lot of passion inside of me. And I'm going to show you all through action. So yes, thank sir. you all for being here. Hey, thank you so hey, much. Hey, Ramel, let's see how you're, you're – let's, let's try your hand at, at your radio career. Mm-hmm. I want you to introduce our next guest. I, I, I'm just going to drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> here, here, here's what I will say. Um, not everybody could wear number three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not everybody could wear number three. You got to be a special person to wear number three. <laughs> and I was honored to wear that number. And that's all I'm going to say. And that's my introduction to this next man, D yes. number three. That's yes, right. Sir. Give that's it up, right. guys. We got, hey, we got Rex Chapman, King Rex in the house. Yes, King Rex. King Rex. Is King in the house. Rex is What's in up, everybody? the building. Hey, uh, <laughs> oh, hey Rex, I, like I told Ramel, you can remove your mask for a second because we're yeah. 10 foot away from everybody. And you can let everybody see you on camera. All right. I can get my glasses off too. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, guys. Rex Chapman in the house. Um, yes, sir. Man, it's it's a privilege having you here. Just like all of our other guests, um, it's just an honor that to have you guys like you, guys that we watched growing up and that are that are legends in Kentucky. And uh, you know, it's all about the Big Blue Nation coming together, Rex. And uh, you know, we had Ramel on. We've we, we got Ramon Harris here. We've had Antonio Hall. Just the list goes on and on. But uh, just welcome to the show, and uh, and and what's on your mind, man? I got nothing, man. I'm just out. Uh, <laughs> Amy, Amy, let me know uh, she was coming by McGrath. Uh, I, I support Amy. Um, uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff going on in the, in the world right now. It's a scary time. Um, you know, I've been doing a lot of stuff like this, trying to anyway. Um, since I was little, I've been trying to walk my walk around here. I think that, you know, the guys that I've come in contact with prior to uh, UK and then uh, born and raised in Kentucky and then here, you know, these guys are family to me. Um, it's hard to play basketball and successfully and be a racist. It just is. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you don't when you play with guys that you don't know from different states, different races, religions, backgrounds, the stuff you go through in sports and practices and film, the tears, the, the broken bones, the surgeries, the, the great times, all of that, you really get to know your teammates on a personal level. And if you, if you don't, you're a bad teammate. You can't be afraid of things that don't look and sound like you. I've never understood that. I've also, can I cuss on here? No. No, no, no. Okay. We're, we're on radio. We're live on radio. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for asking. Thank you for asking. Thank you for asking. No, I've always, I've always thought, uh, you know, not caring about another person's plight in life because it doesn't directly impact yourself is a, crappy way to go through life Mm -hmm. in my opinion so hey look i'm just out here uh as a kentuckian um to say that uh you know the the other reason i'm here too i was coming over to support i support amy Mm -hmm. and the reason i support amy i believe in her (laughs) to do what she's doing right now 
Uh, there's a guy in office, I'm not going to get too political, but he's been here since I was a junior in high school, 36 years. And uh, I know that that person has failed Kentucky on opioids. I, I darn near died from them. Uh, we got people dying from them in our streets here in town. I see them in the morgue regularly. Um, and I know what's happened. Uh, I'm making my business to know basketball as much as I can and opioids because it's an important topic around here especially. And uh, I know that I know that Amy's going to do a great job once uh, once she gets gets into office and uh, help a lot of Kentuckians. So that's really why I'm here, man. That's it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Rex. First of all, um, it, it, it's man. I, it, you walking in the building just now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to tell you. Like Adam I, and I joke uh, with each other all the time that we've been in media for 20 years, yeah. but still, whenever guys that we watch on TV, because we're huge UK fans. Yeah, you know, and, and I'm, I, I appreciate you saying that. I'll let you get back to it. But you got to know, five years ago, man, I was. I lived in my car for a little bit. I was I was down. And so when you say that, I don't take that lightly. You know, everybody in here kind of beamed up when I and look, I'm telling you 5 years ago that was not the case. I was toxic 6 years ago, whatever it was. Toxic. People didn't want to talk to me. If I'd have walked in anywhere, people would look the other way. So life is hard and life is weird and and we need each other to get through it. You can't do this on your own. Sure. Yeah. yeah that's, sure. that's that's and, exactly and you know that. that's exactly what we're talking about: unity and doing this together. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. But 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 seriously though, you know, for us, it, it's your story is an inspiration. No, thank you. I mean, it just is. And, and we, you, you know, you you find so many stories of of of, of people being here and then here and mm -hmm. then back, and, and man, I I don't mm -hmm. think. I mean, listen, I don't go a game without turning on the pregame show, and you are right there, man. <laughs> yeah. You are right there. You know, that, that it's so much fun. Um, you know, I grew up – I've said this a lot, but, you know, I wasn't a Kentucky fan. I was a Louisville fan. Uh, even at that, you know, all my friends were Kentucky fans for the most part, and they listened to K-Wood, which meant I listened to K-Wood. So I don't take any of that stuff lightly. You know, Kentucky basketball is one of the most unique places in, in, in the country. Uh, you know, it's right up there with the Yankees, the Sox, the Cowboys. Uh, not Duke, way above Duke. <laughs> Duke. Um, but, no, I, I don't take it lightly. And, uh, you know, because, look, it's basketball. I, I, I can't wait till we get back to just basketball. Yes, right? yes. Right. You know, just football. And, and Rex, I, I got to tell you this, man, because I'd be mad at myself if I didn't. You know, you were my hero growing up. I named my dog Rex. <laughs> I mean, that's a true story. Right. My mom would be mad if I didn't tell you that. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we, I've always looked up to you, and I played basketball through high school, and I've coached my nice. son in basketball and coached AAU, semi-pro, and I just basketball's a big part of my life, and, and you've been a big, you know, influence for me and and then what you've been through lately is a big and big influence yeah. for everybody so Thanks. uh and i'm gonna put you on the spot and say yeah. wildcat sports talks brand new okay so we really need you to come back on later and just talk basketball i with can us. do that <laughs> right. i can do that and and actually um we we have a we have an artist that did our logo yeah and 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 it's so odd because he sent me a ton of his his art right and if I can do this really quick. But only a few different players he sent us, and you were one of them. Oh, good. Nice. And, 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 and so, 
Check that out. Oh, that's sweet. Isn't that sweet? Uh, look at them booty shorts. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, that's really Hey, nice. they're so, back in style again now. Okay, oh, yeah. It's going back that yeah, way. It can only go up and down. That's, that's all we got. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And, and by the way, for radio, uh, just so you guys know that are out there listening on the radio right now, I completely apologize. Blew right through the break, but you know what? I don't care. It's Rex Chapman. When Rex hey, Chapman joins yeah. in the building, that's right. That's right. Uh, we're we're, we're going to blow through breaks. How you doing, Ramon? I'm doing really good. Hey, um, you know we we've, we've talked a few mm-hmm. years ago. Um, you know when I graduated, and you talked, and you gave me some wise words of wisdom, and uh, you did. And I just want to say thank you because uh, you know I had three coaches at my my stint here mm-hmm. in Kentucky. And that means I was three different players. And a lot of people didn't really understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was three different players because I had half a year with Tubby yeah. who really knew my game and knew how I could play and how to use me. He recruited you. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 he saw what I right. could be. Right. And then, you know, we had Billy G for two years. And those two years, I had to try to fit in Mm-hmm. In the spot, in the spot that he, in the, <laughs> yeah, in the spot that he gave me, yeah. not a spot that uh, fit me per right. se, but I had to make it fit me. And then you know, uh, going through that, and then having Coach Cal, um, my senior year, there's so much emotions and thoughts your senior year, mm-hmm. you know, and um, you know, going through that, he was told Billy G was different from Tubby. And Cal was different from Tubby and Billy G. So I was trying to learn, trying to figure myself out in a third different way. And I remember when I graduated and I was trying to transition to pro ball. And I talked to you on the phone. And at that time, you were like, hey, um, uh, I stepped away for a little bit, you know, to pursue some personal things. And this, this, and that. My son graduating. And it's his senior year. And you just told me, Ramon, I believe this. I believe that. I've seen you. And to come that to come from somebody who has walked the path that I've done, and for you to sit there and say, hey, Ramon, I've I seen it and I understand, that meant so much to me because that let me exhale That's good, so much that I could that I was holding on to in my chest. Because um, even though I had some good moments, I don't think Kentucky's seen the I, best of me. I, I, I'm with you. I, I appreciate you saying that. And I, I say this a lot. It, Cal, Cal says it, and heck, I could go back to Eddie Sutton, who I played for, and mm-hmm. Joe B. Kentucky is not for everybody. Right. It's not. And, you know, I was fortunate to come here with a, with a coach who recruited me, mm-hmm. you know, so all of that. And then I was fortunate to be able to, you know, for whatever reason, put it together here. Right. Man, a, a lot of us are McDonald's All-Americans that come here. And every one of us, when we come here, for the most part, has aspirations of playing professionally. Mm-hmm. It almost... It's almost expected. Yeah, it's, it's almost, almost expected. expected yeah. And so I can just go back from teammates I had. Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember James Blackman, y'all yeah. James Younger, his dad. I played with his dad here. Okay. Uh, the best summertime player I've ever seen. In the gym, oh, turn the lights on, though, and he was just really up and down. Mm-hmm. Cedric Jenkins, a lot, Richard Madison. And I saw all those guys after college go to Europe and find their groove again that they had in high school mm-hmm. where they could, you know, and they're, they're grown men too at this point. You know, you're 22 mm-hmm. now or mm-hmm. whatever, however old. 
So playing here is hard. I'm I'm glad you shared that, and I try to I try to tell all the guys, hmm. you know, because. Uh, you know, playing here is weird, you know, and, and a lot of times, really and truly, if you got a coach that believes in you at whatever level, everything, right? Definitely, definitely. I mean, you know, that gives you all kinds of confidence. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, Rex, uh, I know you meet the players, you talk to them, you, 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 you get to know them, mm -hmm. and uh, we talked all day about the uh, video that came out, and uh, there's some, some backlash, some people asking questions, and I just wanted to say, coming from you, coming from you as a former player and a guy that knows these guys and you've met them, mm -hmm. uh, I just want you to explain how – and I know you feel the way we do. Their message is all about love. There's no hate in their yeah. message. There's no uh, other things going on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to go too far in the weeds, though. But, you know, the, if you can't say Black Lives Matter, and if you can't say it out loud, what are you doing? I mean, we're not saying they matter more. We just want them to matter exactly as much as white lives matter. That's it. That's it. 400 years of slavery, guys, and when when... And we didn't teach people how to read and write and all that. And when slaves left, they just left. We didn't give them anything. It's not right. It's never been right. And until we start saying the, the quiet part out loud, I don't think any of this stuff is going gonna, is gonna to change. I pray. appreciate Man, that. That's... that's, that's I, mean, that's, I don't know what to add. I mean, could, that says could, it couldn't all. Have, couldn't, have, couldn't have said it any better. Listen... Um, I'm going to call We've you. We've had a head start. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. In a 100-yard race, we had a 90-yard 90, 90 head start. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> Good point. Good point. Uh, so, so, listen, I'm going to call you King Rex one last time <laughs> and, and tell you thank you for coming on the yes, show. Thank Thanks. you so Thanks much. for having me, guys. Thank you so real. much. I'll come back anytime. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. awesome. means the world to us. Thanks. Yes, Thanks. Sir. Thank you. Thanks. Yes. Uh, so, folks, uh, there it is. Uh, King Rex joins us on Wildcat Sports Talk. When we return... We'll have a couple of more uh, comments, and um, you never know who's going to walk through that door. <laughs> You're listening to Wildcat Sports Talk. Hey, if you're in and around Lexington and you're hungry tonight, you know what? You just need to call up Papa John's. Isn't that right, Ramon? Definitely. Better ingredients. Best in the city. That's right. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. And you know what? They are a proud, proud supporter of this event that we're putting on today. And uh, we want to make sure that uh, you go out and you support them as well. Definitely. It's all about showing love. And if you give love, you give love back. So that's what you're trying to do. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. Hey, so if you're looking to get inked and you want that new tattoo, look no further than where, Ramon? Castle Color. That's right. Tell them all about it. Man, Castle Color is a place of love and unity. And the artwork is amazing. Sarah and Mikey have done a great job of building a family atmosphere, and the work is is amazing. And I'm a walking billboard for that for sure. That's right. Check them out in Lexington, Kentucky. It's Castle of Color, and where are they located? As three zero two three Lexington Road, Unit A in Nicholsville, Kentucky. That's Castle of Color. Well, by now you've heard all about CBD, but do you really know what it can do for you? And if you're looking to try it out, well, look no further than Cannabis Frog. And Tim, you know all about that. That's right, man. I am a customer of Cannabis Frog and a firm believer. That's right. So if you want to check out Cannabis Frog, check them out online at CannabisFrog.com. You can go there, you can place your order, and if you use the promo code CATS, C-A-T-S, you're going to get 15% off and a gift. 
Rugged Evolution, featured in Essence Magazine, presenting 16 balms and oils, shampoos, and accessories. Men don't have to suffer with patchiness and irritation, providing a fuller beard. Everyone loves a man with a well-groomed beard. These products meet the demands of all varieties of beard care needs. More information available at www.ruggedevo.com. And don't forget, Rugged is the new smooth. This is Kentucky Agriculture Commissioner Ryan Quarles. Before this crisis happened, one in seven Kentuckians struggled with hunger, and it has only gotten worse with lost wages, missed school meals, and seniors isolated at home. That's why this station and Feeding Kentucky are uniting against hunger. You can help your local food bank by donating at feedingky.org. With your help, we can make a difference. Consider donating today at feedingky.org. I had to hit my rock bottom because a lot of times people would say, hey, man, you need to take a look at this. The pain wasn't great enough yet. Well, I was working uh, the summer of 99. I got injured at work. They had to put me under morphine for a while. That kind of kicked my opiate use off. Thought I was controlling it, but I was a fool. It was most definitely controlling me. People can change their lives, you know, and sometimes they need to be pushed into the right direction. To get help now, visit seethesignsky.com. New York Times best-selling author Andy Andrews is releasing his most exciting book yet. Until now, the strategies explained in my new book have only been available to a specific few. In fact, I signed contracts with three different corporations that kept me from publishing the material. During the past several years, the processes and action plans in this book have been generating absolutely unheard of, measurable results. But by the terms of my agreements, I was not allowed to reveal that these processes and plans even existed until now. Now, I can share and explain the concepts complete with great stories and eye-popping proof. It's all in the book, The Bottom of the Pool. The methods in Bottom of the Pool helped Fairway Independent Mortgage go from $5 billion to over $20 billion in just three years. Start thinking beyond your boundaries to achieve extraordinary results. Pre-order The Bottom of the Pool by Andy Andrews today. Welcome back to Wildcat Sports Talk. My name is Adam, Tim here, and Ramon as we are wrapping up from City Cuts Barbershop here in Lexington, Kentucky. I mean, we have talked to, man, just uh, several guests today, and it's been awesome. It's been one of the just most awe-inspiring experiences for me. And I'll be honest with you, I've learned some things today. I have too, man. And, and that's that's what it's all about. So uh, let's go ahead and go to our, another, our next guest. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, yeah, joining us here on Wildcat yeah. Sports Talk is... Aaron Boyd. Yes, Fellas, thanks for having me today. Man, thank you for coming by, man. I appreciate doing? you. Hey, appreciate man, we've you. talked to you before on the show, and we, we always it's always a joy to have you. And yeah. we appreciate you being here for our event, man. And, uh, you know, just, just go ahead and open up kind of what's on your mind and, and, and what do you think about what we're doing today? Man, uh, you know, I, I told you, you know, back when uh, we had an interview not too long ago, I told you, you know, that um, I'm always down for the, for the calls and anything that y'all do, I'll support. Um, very good people on the show for those who don't know um but i'm just glad something like this could be able to you know uh, come together especially with uh you know big time former athletes such as ramon and uh ramel uh rex chapman and uh 
this is pretty much what it's going to take to make a to make a, a change to make a shift uh just you know people coming together from different backgrounds and different ways of life yeah i mean and that's that's uh that, and that's what it's all about that's what we're here today is we're, we're trying to show look uh we can all stand shoulder to shoulder that's what it's yeah. about man. that's what it's about yep. uh you know, we can't worry about the the drift and the fluff. You know, on the outside, there's, there's always going to be someone with an with an opinion. And uh, you know, there's a saying that you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Some people are just going to be the way that they are for the rest of their life. But it's going to take the people who are willing to make change and who are willing to, uh, you know, to see the bigger picture to come together and you know help make that happen. Definitely. I want to end this show today because um, you know we we got another 15 minutes or so. But here's how I want to do this, Ramon. Okay, I'm listening. I want you and Aaron to go back and forth right now and just just conversate just 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 tell us about your experiences tell us some stories whatever Man. whatever will will will, uh, will will enact um inspiration you, sh- you shared a story with us off yeah the air. yeah um i'm gonna make I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the short version uh i had two situations that i wanted to talk about uh i had one situation i was driving from here to houston because i had the opportunity to work out for the houston Rockets, so i drove i drove from lexington to houston and as I was getting to the city of Memphis, um, a cop pulled me over on the highway. Now, mind you, at that time, there's about 15 cars going the same direction. And uh, he he pulled my car over. And um, he walked up to my car, and he said, uh, where are you headed? And I told him, I'm driving to Houston. And he was like, where are you coming from? And I said, I'm coming from Kentucky. And he asked for my driver's license and all that stuff. And he went to his car and he came back. He said, I'm going to be honest with you. The type of car that you're driving is is something that we are looking for involving with trafficking. And he said, I'm going to ask you to step out the car. So I stepped out the car. And because he told me why he pulled me over, he was honest with me. He said, the type of car that you're driving is a regular in trafficking. So I said, okay. So he asked me where I was coming from. I gave him a short story of why I was traveling, where I was going. And I said, as you can see, um, I got my bags in the back, and I actually have a TV back here. So I said, like, I'm actually moving for this opportunity. And because he did that, it made it easier for me to be comfortable in the presence of a police officer. He said, hey, man, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. He said, you're probably going to get pulled over again. But I'm going to put in the system that you've already been pulled over. So that way they know that you're clean and that you're not involved. That made me feel comfortable in that situation. Even when he asked me to get out the car, even when he asked me, can you open your trunk for me? Because he told me why he did it. And I had a situation here in Lexington, same car that I'm talking about. I was driving at that time and I was on Tate's Creek and I was pulling out the gas station and the police officer was coming out of the bank parking lot on the other side of the street across the highway we know how traffic is on taste creek at around five o'clock and he pulled me over about two miles down the road and said i pulled you over because your tags were expired and i said officer in all honesty there's no way you saw my tags from the other side of the street in five o'clock traffic there's no way that you saw my tags like that but i knew why he pulled me over because i had a similar car as somebody else that in that area had a car like me and when he pulled me over he gave me every excuse but why he pulled me over and in that period of time while he's talking to me there was a cop on the passenger side because i rolled down all my windows when i get pulled over i see him literally looking in my car trying to see if he can find something in my back seat 
or if he's in my passenger seat. And while I'm talking to the officer in front of me, I said, officer, I, I can see him searching my car basically behind me. And I said, my dad is a, was a police officer. He was a state trooper. He was actually a police officer here at the University of Kentucky and at Kentucky State. And I said, I know that you're not allowed to do that. So then he took my license and my registration and went back to the car and then came back and said, well, I'm just going to give you a warning for your tags. I said, well, officer, why did you pull me over? He just got smart with me and told me, man, you're lucky I didn't give you a ticket. I said, officer, but why did you pull me over? Because I wasn't speeding. I'm in traffic, so I can't go too fast. If that be the case, everybody was speeding. And I just said, why did you pull me over? And he continued to have an attitude with me because I knew that that's not why he pulled me over. And I know you didn't pull me over for my tags because it was just my birthday. I got 30 days to do that. So I've been on both sides of the situation. And like I said, the officer that pulled me over in the city of Memphis, because he was honest with me and because he gave me the, he was honest with me about why, it made it easier in our situation. And he he found out about a little about me that he probably didn't think of. Wow. So to have Aaron here who grew up in this area, to have Ramel come by from New York, to have Rex Chapman who grew up in Kentucky, myself growing up in Anchorage, Alaska, no matter where you're from, you can come together. And Kentucky has brought us together. And that's the love that we're talking about and that we're trying to share. So uh, I appreciate Aaron for coming by, man. And thank you so much. And and, and I want to uh, too. It's it's kind of turn it over to you for a second, yeah. um, Aaron. Um, you know, tell us what this means to you. Um, it, it means a lot to me. Uh, just to, you know, uh, back you know Ramon's statement. Um, I've I've never, I've never experienced the the process of being targeted by the police um, because I'm black or anything like that, um, especially me being from the area, um, my brother playing at UK, you know, being in the NFL and me coming up um, as a big time player and things like that. Um, a lot of people know me in the area, um, just even outside of athletics, um, and even certain teammates who have gone on to be police officers or, uh, you know, chiefs and things like that. Um, I've gotten away with certain things because I did play sports, um, that I did have a name. Um, I remember one time, uh, weekend, I was in a, a limo with some people, uh, you know, friends, you know, girls, things like that, and the, the limo ended up getting pulled over. Um, there may have been some, you know, certain things that people were doing that, you know, I didn't, you know, indulge in, but they were doing, and I was around them, and we got pulled over, and everyone, you know, they were we were asked to get out of the car and things like that, and we were all you know sat down on the sidewalk, and we were all sitting on the sidewalk, and the, the officer he calls her back up, and he you know he comes out, and he's looking at everybody, and then he gets to me, and he's like, oh, I know you, don't worry, don't worry about him, he's good, and I'm just sitting there like, dang, like, okay, but what about these people, sure. you know, and then some of them ended up getting in trouble. Um, and there's certain ways and there's certain certain instances where I can I can walk in to random places and be with certain people I don't know just because oh you know he's cool you know things like that but when it comes to people who other people who look like me who don't do what I did they don't get that same treatment and I would like for them to get that same treatment and pretty much I don't want black athletes just to be seen as entertainers 
and to be the the so-called token black guys that you know you know you know Aaron not to cut you off but uh is I mean that's kind of what you're here for that's what we're here for you you don't have to worry about it as much because you're known you played at UK people recognize you they know you from the area they know you're an athlete mm-hmm. but now you Ramon all of us we have to be the voice for the ones that didn't play the ones that they don't know yes that's that's what it's about um just we want you know equality for everyone um there's a lot of great and bright people um in this world that of our color um that don't play sports that don't shoot a basketball that don't catch a football um we want them to get the same respect as we did when we you know play to put on a helmet or a jersey for the university of kentucky or whatever your favorite nba or nfl team is um so so that's why i feel strongly about it and i want to help make change for not only you know myself and these guys but you know the people around me because i there's people that i love and you know people have made even even within my race people have made comments to me you know that makes me feel uncomfortable because they say oh well you know they like you because you do this and that i'm like well no like come on man like mm-hmm. you know they they will like you too yeah like so i got they, you yeah, yeah. so it, it's kind of it kind of sucks to have to kind of give a pep talk to you know someone who looks just like me in order to hang with a certain crowd because they don't feel welcome or they feel judged that's uh that's very well said aaron and again uh thank you for coming on and we we really appreciate it um and and what I want to do, Tim, is, um, is 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 if we wrap this up, I want you to step over there, and grab that phone right there, and I want to tour the barber shop really quick. Because if you don't see the barber shop, I mean that's this is this is we're at the barber shop. That's right, right. Man. That's right. So you ready? so and I'm gonna I'm gonna talk it through while we're doing that because you're not gonna have any any sound for that. Uh, but, but but let's let's definitely do that. But Aaron, thank you thank again. You guys, thank you guys. Hey Aaron, appreciate you, bro. And uh, and, and go ahead and. Uh, it can, it, it's, can, it's it's going to be tough to get on there. Can I can I make one last comment before we get off the air? Yeah, yeah, no, we got we got time. Yeah, well, I I just want to make it clear that even though we're saying hey, Black Lives Matter, that doesn't mean that we're against any other group that stands for. We <laughs> believe that every cop is not bad, a bad cop. Right. Just like every black male or black woman is not a criminal or every individual is not what they perceive or the stipulations that are put against them. Like I said, my dad is a retired military Air Force for 22 years. My stepdad was military 20 years. He was also a state trooper, police officer. And even here in Kentucky, he was a police officer at the University University of Kentucky and Kentucky State. So we just are standing on the point what's right is right what's wrong is wrong it doesn't matter the culture it doesn't matter the color of your skin it doesn't matter um how tall you are or short you are we're just standing on the fact that hey listen what we see is going on in our society we don't agree with it that doesn't mean that we hate this person or we hate this or we hate that that's not what it means it just means like hey we just want we just want to talk about this and so hopefully uh, we opened some ears today. Hopefully we brought some unity today. Hopefully, you know, on both sides of the spectrum, we have got people to try to understand and just the thought of what's going on. And that's our, our agenda today, man. We just want to talk about it. We just want to do something uh, and make a stand in a peaceful way that things can be done peacefully.
and I want to say this before we get off the air, uh, and I know Tim will, will echo these same sentiments, but everybody in this building, we're all family. No question. That's what it boils down to. No question about it. Like I said so, earlier, the only colors that matter is blue and white in this state. That's exactly right. That's the only color that's, that matters. That's, that's exactly right. So, um, again, we want to thank you for, for joining us today on our thought-provoking conversation. Um, and I'll, I'll close by saying a little little something here. You know, we can only make change uh, once we're open to the idea of it. Yeah. You know, you have to step up and understand that, you know, we got to come into everything that we talk about with an open mind. Yes, sir. If we don't do that, then, you know, it, you're, you're just, you're really just shooting yourself in the foot. And at the end of the day, we have to understand that this is more than, than, than just ourselves. I think a lot of times in society, we've become selfish. We've become selfish to who, uh, just ourselves and what we're doing. Mm -hmm. But we have to look and go, you know what? What does he need? Right. What, what, what can I do to help them? Because while one person is struggling, they may not tell you that they're struggling with something. They may not tell you that they're fearful. Mm -hmm. I saw the video of, 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 of the little boy that ducked behind the car right. as the officer drove by. Man, that should never happen. Man. I always, and I'll tell you this. Look, when you when you look at a police officer, you should be able to go, man, he's going to save me. He's going to be fine. He's going to take care of me. He should be who we're looking for. But man, we, we, we just got to we got to make sure that we 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 we've got to change. And, yeah. and I think all of us coming together and talking about it, that is what's going to enact change, and that is how we're going to do it. Sure. Ramon, man, it, it's man, it's been real. I mean, it's. it's it's this, unlike this anything. Is so, this is so monumental. Like I said, I got a I got a daughter at home, eleven years old, who I want to make an example for. Family, uh, you know, family, friends. You know, we have so much that we can offer each other. You know, we have so much we can offer each other, and once we get to the point of understanding that it's not, we can. Once we open our minds, we realize that we have so much more in common than we do. So, separated that we don't have in common whether it's a cultural background color of skin whatever we have so much more in common once we focus on what we have in common we'll see how small the area or the distance is that we don't have in common well said um so just a quick word out there to the folks that listen to wildcat sports talk we will not be doing a show on Monday. Monday is Labor Day. We're going to take the day off. By the way, you got you got the day off, Ramon. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna um, we're gonna join back up on Wednesday uh, as we have Raphael Little. We'll join Wildcat right, Sports Talk. One of my all-time favorites on, on Wednesday, and uh, and then of course in about two weeks, folks. We have the Dick Vital coming on the show. Man. Big time. Big Man. time. The diaper dandy himself. <laughs> That's, right. That's right, man. He's been a diaper dandy for, what, 50 years? Man. Guy's a legend, and we look forward to it. And I just want to say, guys, I love you guys, and I appreciate you for tuning in, and this has been a lot of fun. Yes, man. I love you Shout too, out man. to Rex Chapman, Aaron Boyd, Amy McGrath for joining us here. 
Uh, uh, let's see. Well, g- give me the other ones real quick. Antonio Hall. Antonio Hall. Saber Body. Man, shout out to shout out to my guy Dave from uh, Papa John's man, and Papa John's supporting what we're doing today. Uh, shout out to Castle Color as well for being so supportive. Mikey and Sarah, love y'all. And shout out to everybody else who came by today. Like we said, Rick Chapman. You know, and the list goes on and on and on. Thank y'all so much. You've been listening to Wildcat Sports Talk. Go Big Blue. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.